Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three, and we are a go. Welcome to another episode of the Lonely Heart Sports Podcast. Back at it, we are going to be talking all about football this week. NFL season begins tomorrow. That's right. Tomorrow will be the first game of the season. Super Bowl defend, defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams will be taking on the Super Bowl favorites for this upcoming season in the Buffalo Bills. Buckle up. This is going this is the last this is going to be the last full week like last week was the last full week without football until February. So buckle up everybody. This is going to be a bumpy one. We're going to talk about like I we're going to talk about the NFL season what we're looking forward to do a bunch of previews about team, about the AFC, the NFC, divisions, who makes playoffs. We'll maybe see how far we get see shoot the shit about who we think will win MVP and all, and other and other awards as well. But let's get right into it, sir. Overall, how excited are you for the season? I'm very excited just for football to start back up. I mean, now we got like you said, football every every week now up until February. It's you can't even college football got up to a hot hot swing as well uh, this past weekend, and I'm just excited. I think everyone has to be excited for football. If you're not, you're just un-American. It is un-American, and we actually first week as well. It's like typical got some got very good slate of games up for the weekend. I'm actually more excited for like, like we play tomorrow night, but I'm actually more excited for a couple games on Sunday. Yeah, I know. You're excited for Dolphins, Patriots, and Ravens Jets, aren't you? You just yep. want to see how you just want to see how the uh, AFC East is gonna shit is gonna shit the bed that way you can just like uh, like just have utter domination in the division again, right? Right. Well, it's nice for us because, like, this week we play Thursday, clearly, and if we get a win, I get to enjoy just my Sunday-Monday watching watching football. And then next week as well, I get to enjoy just watching all of Sunday, not having to worry about anything because we play Monday night. <laughs> you have a lengthy-ass, uh, lengthy-ass, like, in-between period between week one and week right, we got two. A, we, got a, we got a mini bye week on in the first and second week of the season. <laughs> well, I mean, you're traveling, like, you're traveling, you're going to travel – you're gonna travel time through time zones again. Oh my mm-hmm. god! What the fuck? Okay, I know we're talking football, but I'm watching the Yankees game right now, and I kid you not, Isaiah Kainalafa hit a grand slam for his third home run of the season, and I don't believe what I'm seeing here. Does that put you got? We're winning four to one right now. All right, there you go. Let's go, Yankees! All right, I KF you, motherfucker. Yeah. He 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 saw the kids come. He saw the kids come up, and he's like, "There's no way I'm losing my spot. I gotta actually act like a baseball player now." Let's fucking go. <laughs> and you said we were collapsing. I mean, we probably are at some point, but like, fuck, who knows? I'll take this for now. Um, but back on track to football here. Um. Yeah, no, you guys have a mini bye week practically. I mean, like, I don't want you as a, I don't want, I don't want you to get too ahead of yourself as a fan. Obviously, taking one game at a time, even though like you're, even though the Buffalo Bills that you support 
are in my in the opinions of almost everybody heavy Super Bowl favorites here. Which I mean, like if you're if you're not gonna say if you're saying that they're not Super Bowl favorites, like you've been living under a rock for the past like few months. Well, I mean, it's hard not to, and Vegas has them. Basically, everyone you talk to has the Bills. It's just because that ad- addition of Von Miller in the offseason, really. I mean, that was really the only like glaring hole in this team was kind of we never got any pass rush through our uh, D line, and now we, we we put that in. That's like that's like a Super Bowl. Like a team that wants to contend for a Super Bowl, that's a move they make, and the Bills went and did it. So that just puts them there, especially Von Miller, who is a two-time Super Bowl champion, just left the defending champs to come to Buffalo. So that goes to show that there is a chance. I mean, people last year as well, they thought the Bills had a chance. Unfortunately, they won that game up until they didn't. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, it is tough. Like I don't like talking about them as a Super Bowl favorites, but I feel like you're just like lying to yourself if you don't. I mean, the thing is, though, I hate, like, I hate talking about them as the favorites, but I, cause, especially because we haven't won anything yet. But it, I mean, the thing is, though, is on paper, on paper, the Buffalo Bills have like on paper, the Buffalo Bills are the best team in football. Like yeah. on the, paper, only, the only thing is, like this AFC all season is going to go through a gauntlet with each other, and I'm I think so like really there's three on. there's three teams in the NFC that kind of like. You can say, like, honestly, maybe even this year, maybe just two teams that you could say, honestly, you could see being in the Super Bowl this next year. I'm so glad I support a shit NFC team that's going through through a rebuild. I can give my false, I can give myself false hope after like week seven if they have like a rec, if they're if they're like four and three and everybody else is around like four and three as well, or even three and four or whatever outside of like a few teams there. Um, I mean, I, I first seven games for the most part, I would say we're going through a gauntlet just in the beginning of the season. Um, so, I mean, that's going to like make or break our season right there, depending on like, if we're going to be like how we were last year, where it took us up to the last game of the season to clinch the AFC East, or if we can just go and kind of like run through these games and get the job done when we need to. I mean, my thought process is, is like, Looking at it from a neutral perspective and looking at it from a neutral perspective. And I, I mean, like we're talking to bills right now, but like, obviously we'll go into other teams and everything. The Buffalo bills should run through the AFC with no problem. Barring any injuries. I, I do agree with you. And it is weird to see as well. Like even the, going, even, back- even through Vegas is like every single game this season, they're favorited in the betting odds. My thing is this: the only problem that I will ha- that I will have that I think the Buffalo Bills will have right now is the secondary. And the only reason why I say the secondary is because Tre'Davious White is not back healthy yet. Okay, he's still coming. He's still recovering from that torn ACL from that he suffered last season in the Thanksgiving game. Um. I mean, Jordan Poyer, Jordan Poyer is coming back from an elbow injury, but the thing is, though, is we don't know how that's going to be. And I'm not even going to go into the whole contract thing because he'll he's going to play regardless of a contract extension or not, barring anything crazy like a trade. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, that would be if I woke up tomorrow morning. If I woke up tomorrow morning and saw that the Buffalo Bills traded Jordan Poyer, I think almost I think everybody would be shocked. So like that's not well, that that alone. If we if we did, it won't happen. But even if it did, like that that just drops us down. Like 
I don't think we'd be Super Bowl favorites anymore. I think it'll be hard to make that argument. They, I mean, I get like I'm, I'm not that worried about my secondary as much as you are because I mean, I, I Ryer, Elam, of your depth, honestly, because you don't play like 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 other than Tredavious White being injured, like you guys can't like you don't play your depth a lot. Like you have the starting safeties Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde out there for almost every snap, and then also like that whole CB2, that whole, like, okay, like, CB2 is now CB1 for at least, like... Well, and Christian Benford, like, Christian Benford and Cam Lewis as well aren't that terrible. And, then I mean, we still got Dane Jackson and Teron Johnson that could play that, um... Well, Teron Johnson will play that, like, slot corner position. Yeah. Like, Kyrie Elam supposedly, like, hasn't looked terrible through training camp. And supposedly Chris, Christian Brent, uh, Benford as well has um, really turned some heads with his training camp. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, over the past few years, like, I've seen the Buffalo Bills have had the best secondary in the league. But at the same time, like, now you're at a point. Now there's a point. I'm just saying there's a point now where, like, one of your best players on the team is still coming back from it, is has oh, not yeah. come back from an injury yet. And then at the same time, if something happens to one of those two safeties, they the, – the, the deaf players, like, they don't come in all that much, if at all. So, like, I, I'm just saying there's slight for some concern there for me. That's about it. Like, I mean, the I mean the front seven, like, they're going to be fine. Like, I mean, like, the addition of Von Miller, like you said, is definitely going to help. And then the offense, like, I'm not worried about the off- – I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried about the offense. I mean, Gabriel Davis is emerging as uh, – is, emer- is, is emerging as a – great wide receiver two in the league or for you bills fans wide receiver one b because that's what he was called um dawson knox just got an extension and dawson knox just got an extension they're going to probably utilize him more in the offense this season and for years i don't i don't know i don't agree i don't know if they're going to utilize him more i think what this contract says to me is because next year there's a couple more tight ends up for like up for um contract like you're gonna have Mike Gusecki getting another contract next year um you're gonna have what's his face from Dallas getting another contract so I think this contract was just like okay we were fine with what Dawson Knox did last year whatever he had nine touchdowns and hot like 70 targets or whatever it was um <laughs> excuse me but this was to me they got his contract done now so because that tight end market is going to shoot up next year and we didn't want to have to overpay him because I know everyone's talking about oh now he's a top he's in the top five tight ends um with how much he's getting paid, but I that that that's doesn't why I last think long to me. That's why I'm thinking that they may try to utilize him more. Not much, not so much this season. Like maybe a little bit more this season, but down like down down the road, like maybe. Oh, no, but I'm saying with this contract, like next year, he might not even be in the top ten of paid tight ends. Because the money, if because you look at the market, like because the market, the money shoot is ridiculous. Up. That's why this league, because the money is ridiculous. So yeah, I see where you're coming from about like getting the contract done now. That's why they got the contract done yeah. for Allen when they did. Because look at the quarterback market. The Ravens are still yeah, our contract's looking like a steal now. The Ravens are still trying to f- figure out what to do with Lamar Jackson's contract situation, who apparently has a deadline for Friday uh, to get a deal done. And then who knows what the fuck is going to happen because apparently he thinks he's worth more than $230 million guaranteed. Uh, I don't know why, I don't know why quarterbacks just don't be like Brady and uh, take, uh, and take like, take like less money 
to uh, have players like put around them, especially as they get older. Like it makes no fucking sense. Oh, I want the bag. You get money from fucking endorsements, you fucking idiots. Uh, but I get. But I guess winning the. I guess winning isn't everything. I guess the bag is. But I digress there. No, you're not wrong. I mean, like there's a, that contract now for Josh looks like a steal, especially with how much you saw Deshaun Watson got paid, and he's not even going to play half this season. Um, Kyler Murray is not definitely not a better quarterback than Josh Allen, and he's making I think now more money than Josh Allen. Uh, Kyler Murray's making more money. Russell Wilson is making more money. Um, Deshaun Watson definitely is. Patrick Mahomes, that's understandable. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have all that guaranteed money, though. The majority of that is like incentives incentives and stuff. So, like, from a guaranteed money-wise, Josh Allen is the fifth. In terms of guaranteed money, Josh Allen has has the fifth highest contract for quarterbacks in the league right now, which I mean is a steal considering, like, what what the market is at right now. If I remember correctly, like it's Watson, Murray, Wilson, Rogers, and Allen. And Rogers is only like a half a million more than Allen. I think it's like 150.5 or something like that. But then like because of the Watson contract, like Russell Wilson like had his contract extended just what a couple weeks ago or something like that for seven years, but he didn't take it. Not all of it's guaranteed. Like he took guaranteed money because like he wants the bag, but at the same time, like he didn't take all of it being guaranteed because he knows that like, all right, I'm 33. I feel like I can win something with the Broncos and help them win. But at the same time, like since he's 33, the Broncos and Wilson have a way out of the contract. If, if they decide, if they ever decide to part ways, Whereas, whereas, whereas the Ravens are trying to tell Lamar that, like, all right, like we're not, we don't want to give you all this money because, like, we don't want to financially fuck ourselves, uh, for years to come, for years to come. Even though you're only in your twenties and you have an MVP to your name, but look at your injury history too. Like, you continue to get banged up and missing four weeks here, three weeks there, not playing full seasons. You're going to be out of the league in five years, my guy. Right. Well, and I get, like, I get, like, hindsight's twenty twenty, but the Ravens should have got that contract on it, like, before even Allen did because then you're looking at, like, not even – they're probably be close to what he would be paid now, but not, not that much. And it's going to save you on cap later. But, I mean, now you're in a – in a rock and a hard place because there is still a question about Lamar whether he is an actual franchise quarterback or not. Granted, I know he has the MVP, but guess what? He hasn't showed up in playoffs yet. We, I think, we've talked about this even last year on the podcast, or and it was he's we, never really ourselves about this time and time with Lamar because it's it's it was... true. It's it's hard not to look past like it's hard not to look past him not doing anything in playoffs. Well, I mean, because we both said this, like, all right, he's finding ways to win. Like, my argument was, like, he's finding ways to win. I mean, look how, I mean, look, he, like, I, I'm going to repeat myself here, and I know we're getting away from the Bills and the Rams and everything, but um, last season, the Baltimore Ravens, like, on paper were, like, the most decimated team in the National Football League. Like, that can't, that can't be argued, in my opinion. Like, the the no, yeah, I don't think anyone will argue. That's why they didn't even make playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah, but he found ways to win, like with what he had there. But at the same time, like the thing is, though, is like how many times has Lamar gotten injured? Where 
their backup quarterback looks like they can get the job done with who, with, with the weapons that Lamar Jack with the same players that Lamar Jackson had around him on offense. Oh, exactly. I mean, like so, that. I mean, they do run a perfect system for the because even their backup is a type of quarterback, kind of a Lamar is not like a Lamar s, but kind of the same way that he plays because right. of the offense that they run. It's kind of like a Jimmy Garoppolo situation in the 49ers where he wasn't a great quarterback, but he was in the right system, especially with Kyle Shanahan to make, let him win. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it all goes, I would, I would attest more to the quarterback that Lamar is uh, because of Harbaugh. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why Harbaugh hasn't been, and that's why Harbaugh hasn't been, that's why Harbaugh's still in Baltimore. Like, I mean, the thing is, though, he's got only the one Super Bowl, and the AFC North, like, is a very competitive division. I mean, like, that's why, that's why two, that's why, like, not only Harbaugh, but Tomlin is still in Pittsburgh. I mean, Tomlin has been finding ways to win with the players that he has or had, and because of how competitive that division is, not only the division, but the AFC as a whole. And when you look at it, Harbaugh's been there, Harbaugh's been there it's been 10 years since since he won that Super Bowl now uh, with Flacco as quarterback. He's been there like 15 years almost, and Tomlin's been there even longer. Like, those are the two – though outside of outside of Belichick, like, the, those two coaches are like second and third most ten, highest tenured coaches in the league, I believe, outside of Belichick, who's been with New England since 2000. Uh, since 2000. Um but that just goes to show that like they can put players into their sit. That just goes to show they can put players into their systems and find ways to get the job done. My <laughs> imagine if Lamar decides to not get. Imagine if they don't get a deal done. And I'm not. And I and and in a wild world, a wild wild world. And I and I know that I'm going to start talking some shit now. That make that will probably not happen. But imagine if Lamar Jackson didn't didn't play, he held out because he didn't get the contract, and their backup quarterback and their backup quarterback proves that they can get the that he can get the job done just as much as Lamar could. Could you imagine that the Ravens just say fuck? Could you imagine if the Ravens just cut Lamar loose and say we don't need you anymore? If that happened, um, I mean, it's, it's not, not gonna. It's not, it's not the craziest situation because, I mean, let's be honest, like the Ravens have been hesitant to sign this contract for a reason. Like if they trusted him, this contract would have been done already. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying Lamar's holding out. There's no, 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 no. He won't hold out because that's just going to hurt his status for next year. Then and let's be, I mean, there, there is teams that would pick up Lamar, but I just don't know like if teams would offer the kind of money that Lamar wants. No, they won't offer the kind of money that Lamar. Especially with other teams, they would have to go revamp their whole offense to around like how Lamar plays. Exactly, and Baltimore is the only team that that actually has the roster for him. So, like, you're not gonna you know the clo- the team closest to how Lamar plays would be the team close enough to like have the roster based on how Lamar plays. In my honest opinion, would be Arizona. But they already have Kyler Murray, so there's no fucking way they're gonna give up Kyler Murray for Lamar Jackson. Oh, see, I would also think maybe the Saints as well. But I mean, I guess like Jameis kind of like has a better yeah. arm than Lamar for sure. Jameis has a better arm. I, I Jameis hasn't had a full season with the Saints yet. I don't think. I I'm think... curious to see what happens this year because they have a 
Oh, I've got they have a big chance to. I mean, we can get into like our playoff predictions and stuff towards the end, but I I think they have a fucking great chance to win that division there. Especially They're winning with, the division. I'll say it right now. Especially my- with how with how the Tampa is right now with all their injuries and everything, and how beat up they are on the offensive line. Who knows? With clearly Brady's still going to get the job done, but I mean Brady can't run around the pocket if needed. <laughs> no, the forty-five-year-old man running around the pocket. Jesus Christ, he may retire if he if he's running around the pocket in the first three games. He may retire by week four. Jesus Christ, imagine the scenes if I see that on TV. Oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, no, I'll say it right now. I was gonna save it for later, but before we get into the playoff, like I think the Saints will win the South in the NFC. In fact, like I think the Saint like. Yeah, I think the Saints will win the South. I think Jameis Winston will have a great season. Like I think he'll I think Jameis Winston will finally prove to us like what the finally show us the quarterback that he was at Florida State. I don't think that's crazy to say because I you're you're gonna think I'm crazy later when you hear a couple of my playoff predictions. Oh, you're gonna love me too. You're gonna love me and my hot takes. But um uh I mean I'm yeah, you know, back to the Lamar take. Like, I, I it's not going to happen. But imagine if that. No, no, no. I mean, we're we have a podcast, so we have to shoot the shit sometimes. I'd fucking die if that happens. Like, yeah, if you throw, throw shit at the wall, sometimes one will stick. Exactly. If Lamar holds, if Lamar held out, I would fucking laugh my ass off. And then if Lamar got, and if Lamar like. If Lamar, if the backup for the Ravens, I couldn't even tell you who it is at this point anymore. I think it's Brett Hundley. Is it still Brett Hundley? I think it still is Huntley. Can you look that up? I know you've got your computer there. Yep. I will do that right now for you. Because I know Trace McSorley left, and I think he's the Bron- on the Broncos practice squad. Yeah, it's Tyler Huntley still. What? Oh, fuck. I said Brett Huntley. Fuck. What was I fucking thinking? That's a different guy. Yep, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. That's a fucking different guy. Tyler but Huntley. No, I, I don't think there's no... He showed, like, in previous situations that he can get the job done. Man, I think just the only as... Tyler Huntley didn't get to finish the one game was because Lamar came back from taking a poop. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not crazy. Like, it is, like, yes, it is a bit crazy to say that Lamar will hold out. But, I mean, like like you said, I, I think the Ravens would be fine if Lamar didn't play. I think Tyler Huntley can still win them games, especially with them having a healthy roster this year. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, though, the only difference is that the only difference is that like they just don't have Hollywood Brown to throw the ball to. I mean, their main target. Well, I mean, they still have their main target in Mark Andrews. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I mean, target. they got Rashad Bateman this year. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of how the run game holds up. I mean, J.K. Dobbins is coming off a torn ACL. Gus Edwards is still injured. Uh, coming back, at, hopefully, coming back at some point. There, I think they signed. Yeah, they signed Mike Davis. Um. Uh, but we'll see what happens there. Um, I guess we'll stick in the north. How how many like Mitch Mitch Trubisky, your old uh, your old backup QB from last season? How many games do you think he lasts before Pickett is the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh? I think it depends. Um, because let's be honest. I mean, we have seen Big Ben still be able to get the job done under Tomlin. I think Mitch Trubisky. We oh, talked about this before. He is taking a shit Chicago team with them. He has a winning record. Yeah, he took the shit Chicago team to the playoffs, and he didn't play bad. Like in the and let's be honest, this Steelers team isn't terrible. They're not great either. But I mean, I mean, but I mean, still, you got Najee Harris, who's one of probably a top three running back in this league. Najee. Um, 
going to have a great season. The only thing that sucks is I feel like Pittsburgh is going to run him into the, the Steelers are going to run that yeah, game. But I mean, you still got Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool as your top two receivers. And then he's still even George Pickens is number three. And then, I mean, your tight end and Pat uh, Freemuth isn't terrible. Pat Freemuth. Hey, have you heard that the Muft is Muft? That's my, uh, that's my backup tight end in my fantasy league. I had him last year as my starter, and he would still put up. He would give me at least ten points a game, guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. He's not a terrible tight end. I mean, I mean no, I think I think Trubisky is going to stick around longer than people think because, especially, especially, let's say the Steelers start off the season. They play. They start off with the Bengals, clear, so we'll give them a loss. Then they see the Patriots, Browns, Jets. Trubisky could be three and one, but then they they see kind of a bit of a two tough game stretch with the Bills and the Buccaneers. But I mean, even all right. Let's say after that stretch, the team is three and two. Do you want to throw a rookie in when your team three. is three and? Oh, three and three. Yes. Do you want to throw a rookie in when your team is three and three, and then goes on a kind of an easier stretch, or do you want to do you want to stick with like someone that you can are in there? Especially, well, it would depend on how Trubisky looks in the three wins and losses. Well, that's what I was gonna say there because of what you said depends on. Are you talking about how he depend depends on how he's playing in to start the season, or is it depending on that the Steelers like actually have like? Uh, is it depending on, on that the Steelers are like already out of contention? Four or five weeks into the season, because of how the a how the AFC is a gauntlet. Because like- um, so I think it's a little bit of both, but my my thing goes back to as well is Tomlin clearly didn't name the starter until after the preseason. He wanted to put Pickett in there, but he couldn't bring himself to for what he had seen. So I think you let if I'm Tomlin, I'm like I'm like okay okay like he's I don't think he, even if they don't finish with a running record say they finish right around 500 I don't think Tomlin's fired then next year you say okay Trubisky like your time is up pick it now it's your time and then and then it's the pick it show then after that that's where you like look at it but I don't think you go in and ruin the season now by throwing a rookie in and say okay this is a rebuilding year when you have a team that doesn't really need to rebuild in my opinion no they I mean, don't last, to- like, last year last year the Steelers team was shit and they still found a way to squeak into the playoffs. They still found a way to squeak into the playoffs. Exactly. I mean, they got their asses kicked in the playoffs, but they still found a way to squeak. But they in. found a way to squeak in with a with a big Ben who literally was not even a human being out on the football the field. Was a, the man was practically a walking hospital at that point. Yeah. So I mean, that's why that's why I'm looking at it from that standpoint. Whereas, like, I don't think you give the reins to Pickett if you're three and three after your first six and Trubisky looks like a halfway decent quarterback. Because let's be honest, there's a lot worse quarterbacks in the league right now than there Trubisky. Are, there are a lot worse quarterbacks in the league right now. I mean, one of them is on the fucking team that I support, which his fucking make or break it year, which I think it's a which I think will probably end in a break for him. Uh, but that's just, that's another conversation. Would you? So it's just jumping to next year, real fast. Would you take Trubisky over? Daniel Jones. We'll go into the Giants. Or, or even okay, we'll go into that I don't, later. I don't think if Daniel Jones shits the bed, I don't think like I've if Daniel Jones shits the bed, he's obviously gone. Yeah. I think what they'll do is draft a quarterback. Well, they clearly draft, but I'm just saying I'm just trying to see where like we're talking about. I'm trying to see where Trubisky like would line up in the league, like saying if you would like even if like you had the opportunity to like take him this year, would you over Jones or do you just want to say give Jones one more year and then We'll see what happens with with Jones in the offense. I mean, because the thing is, don't forget, we also have Tyrod Taylor as our backup. So, like, yeah. our and he can just still go out there and win games somehow when people don't uh, expect him. Our court, yeah. I know we're all over the place shooting the shit at this point, but I don't give a fuck. Um, 
our the quarterback room for the Giants is actually not completely terrible. Like, I mean, yeah, Daniel Jones has not proven himself to be like a starter because of his inconsistency. But I mean, the thing is, though, is like they were making a lot of comparisons to uh, between him and a quarterback that should potentially be the uh, MVP at the end of the uh, at the end of this season here within their first three seasons. And they're not. And Daniel Jones's and Josh Allen's numbers in their first three seasons were quite similar to one another. So all right, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. There's there's a big difference. In what you're saying now. You're now you're taking stats and kind of skewing them. Well. Um, well, that's because we have seen through Josh Allen's first. I'm taking numbers and just kind of, well, yes, if you're going numbers and well, yes, I saying, agree the numbers are there, but I'm saying like you. I'm, I'm not actually, saying Daniel Jones is a great quarterback. I'm not. What I'm saying is is like Daniel Jones is needs Daniel Jones needs to prove himself. But then I'm talking about the room as a whole. Tyrod Taylor is not a bad quarterback either. He's proven that he can get the job done. I mean, he took a fucking team to the playoffs just five years ago for for crying out loud, a team that. Was not good. Let's no. be. No, they, they we, we did, no, we did not deserve to be there. You did not deserve to be there. Okay, and then they have Davis Webb. Okay, who is familiar to the Buffalo Bills locker room too? But he was all, he started out with the Giants though. Um, Davis uh, Davis Webb, I meant to say Davis Webb. You did say Davis Webb. I did. I thought I said Davis Jones there. Fuck. No, me. you said Davis Webb. Okay, I'm starting to lose my mind here. Da- who Davis Webb? Honestly, like. He had a pretty good preseason. I mean, like, he's on the practice squad right now, but he's like, but he's like, if anything happens to one of the other two quarterbacks, God forbid, like, he's brought up immediately right away. I don't think he's terrible. He's not great. But at the same time, like, as a Giants fan, like, we're in a rebuild. Like, I don't expect much from anybody, honestly. Um, I actually expect Saquon to have a breakout year. For That's you guys. about it. That's about it, honestly. I mean, I think if he stays healthy, like, and he's healthy now, if he can actually stay healthy, then I think you guys are in a very, very good spot because, I mean, you could just run the ball. And let's be honest, Saquon Barkley is still a good running back in this league. The NFC, I'm so grateful that I support a team in the NFC where it's a fucking crapshoot from four down. If the Giants somehow have four, if the Giants somehow find themselves at like four, four and four, three and five at week eight, the false hope will be there for that seven seed because of how much the because of how much the NFC is a fucking crapshoot from the fourth seed down. Like, let's be honest, like the top three teams in the NFC and tells me about talking about the NFC because people want to fucking drag the Eagles into this, which is a fucking joke. If you ask me, um, the three team, well, three or four teams based depending on how you want to go about it. The Rams, Defending Super Bowl champions, pretty, pretty much are trying to run it back, minus a couple players. The Buccaneers, everybody wants to throw in there because of Brady. The Packers, they want to throw in because of Rodgers. I don't think the Packers will be that great this year, though. And then the um, and I then, think that they have a good chance to hit the one seed still. I don't think they'll be that great. I I, I mean, like you, I, I'm I question the wide receiver. I just question the wide receivers there. Um, and then the not, and then the Niners, like everybody's talking about how the Niners can be like a sneaky, not necessarily like dark horse contender, but people are actually thinking that they could still be legitimate. Can people think that they can make a deep run in the playoffs? I mean, so, let's be honest. They did with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. And I, that is my, one of my dark horses. I think, I think they win the West. 
I think the 40, you know, fuck it. I'll go into my playoff prediction here. Just give you a sneak peek. The San Francisco 49ers will win the NFC and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. The great minds must think alike. I don't, I don't know about them winning the whole NFC in a whole, but definitely, definitely they, they could win the West. And I think it depends on, it does depend though clearly on Trey Lance, but I mean, let's be honest, this kid is, an athletic freak. He can throw the ball as far as with as much power as Allen and Mahomes, and he can run just like Josh can. So I think this year, what you're going to see out of the 49ers is Shanahan's going to open up that playbook a little bit and let him let him run the ball a lot. I think we're going to see this is a hot take as well. I think Trey Lance could rush for probably over 600 yards. That would be great for my fantasy team. I took him in the 10th round. And he is my and he is my starting quarterback in my fantasy team. So I would love that there. Yeah, I have a two QB league. He is my QB two in the one league. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean my quarterback. Yeah, I mean Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance should do fine this year. I, I, what I'm expecting to see from him this year is kind of like what we did with Josh Allen year one. Just get to see those like spurts of greatness. Um. But unlike Josh, he had a whole year to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo, whereas Josh kind of got thrown in the mix because of injuries in year one. But um, no, I am. I mean, you also had Nathan Peterman starting as your quarterback week one, and it was like, wait, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, they, well, they didn't want Josh to start, but Trey Lance now like gets to sit, got to sit a whole year, and I get last year like we saw did see some accuracy issues and stuff, but that comes with all quarterbacks. Exactly, you know, not... quarterbacks struggle like that because the game's so much faster. I think. I'm with you. Like I think this kid's gonna make some noise in this. And like I said, my pick is they win the they win the West. They win the whole NF fucking NFC, in my opinion. Uh, I'll give you a hot take later on who they play in the NFC Championship. But um, yeah, no, I mean that whole Garoppolo situation. I'll stick with the Niners, but not from a standpoint there. That whole Garoppolo situation like really baffled me. They didn't want him. He wanted to go. They couldn't find a trade partner for him when in reality there were two teams that he pro- that he could have gone to to for a short-term solution based on injuries and suspensions, but instead they decided to re-sign him for a one-year deal just to make him a glorified back just to make him a backup, uh, just to make him a backup there and then let him go for practically nothing in 2023. I mean, I don't hate it because I mean now. Like you can't find a trade partner, so now you just restructure the contract and get him, get him. What was it for? Like six million dollars, whatever it was for a year. Yeah, restructured contract extension or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah, I mean it's not terrible because the thing is though, it's like I, I don't want anything to happen to Lance, obviously. But at least, but it, but God forbid if something does actually happen, like. And this was a team now that's still under Garoppolo that we got to see in the NFC Championship last year. Exactly. You can go back to Garoppolo. Exactly. Uh, So that quarterback room is practically solidified there as well. Um, I just find it fun. I just find it crazy that, like, uh, you know, the Niners said that they couldn't find a trade partner. I want to know – I want to know how much – I want to know if the Browns actually talked to the Niners about – Garoppolo, because you know for a fact, like Deshaun Watson is out for th- for eleven games because of his suspension, and nothing against Jacoby Brissett because he he he's shown that he can win some games while he was in Indianapolis. But if something happens to Brissett, I mean, 
you're you're one you're one bet you're one injury away for, uh, from going to fucking scrubs, and then your season is shot. So I so I just want to know like if the Browns like even consider talking to the Niners if they made an offer. I mean, we're never going to know anything about this unless like somehow somebody decides to pull some bullshit and say, oh, yeah, the Browns did talk to them. But like, are you actually going to believe that? Well, the only other team was the Jets as well. But I think the Jets still want to still want to give Zach Wilson a chance. Well, the only I wasn't even saying about Zach. Well, that was not the only second team minute that I heard unless you heard. Oh, no, no. Or one of the teams, but not for that reason. Like it does, it did pertain to Zach Wilson, but more along the lines of the injury. And now that Zach Wilson is out, is most likely going to be out until week four. Now, like you've got Joe Flacco and Mike White. Elite, elite. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking wins one Super. It wins one. <laughs> elite quarterback. No, I, I'm not. I'm not actually on that boat. I just love to say because it, it pisses people off. Matt Stafford's an elite quarterback. Then he's one. He's he's won a Super Bowl and he's an elite quarterback. Is that is that the case there now? Well, I mean, I've talked about this fucking last year when the trade happened. Yes, I think Matt Stafford was elite in Detroit. It's just he never had anyone. Matt Stafford was a good quarterback in Detroit. He never go look at his stats. He was an elite quarterback. Well, I'm saying it's not. He was a good quarterback. I'm not saying he wasn't bad. He I, had, I'm saying if Matt Stafford was on a good team his whole career, you would consider him an elite quarterback. Yes, he only did. Yes, he had Calvin Johnson, but other than Calvin Johnson, he had fucking nobody. Yeah, you take Matt Stafford out of Detroit, he is an elite quarterback. He probably also has better individual accolades than what he has, which is practically nothing. The only thing that pissed me off after the Super Bowl was that people were starting to say, oh, Matthew Stafford's a Hall of Famer. It's like, what? How many fucking all-pros does he have? How many I, fuck- said, I, I said it last year, even before the Super I said it when the trade happened. I said he was a Hall of Famer. So I I, I will I will back that argument. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, and Russell Wilson's going to go down as one of the all-time greats, right? He might. No. I mean, Matt Stafford's about to pass 50,000 career passing yards. Hmm? Matt Stafford is about to pass, this season, he's about to pass 50,000 career passing yards. No, I know that. I, I know that. I know that. I'm not saying he's not. I'm, I'm not saying he was a bad quarterback. What I'm saying is, is that, like, is he a I mean, like, it's more about, like, that type of that type of status, in my opinion, is more that more more than the number. It's more than the numbers. Well, I know, it, but he's also had nine seasons where he's passed up for over four thousand yards. It's more than it's always more than the numbers when it comes to that type of stuff. When it comes to that type of stat, that type of status up there, it's always more about. It's always more than the numbers. I mean, that's. I, know, like, I think the super. I think the Super Bowl this past year just kind of for me it solidified him being a Hall of Famer. I mean, it's improved his case in my opinion. That uh, like I just want like we'll see what happens. I'm not like, saying he's going to be first ballot, but he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He. Probably will get into the Hall of Fame, not first ballot. Fuck no, not first ballot. I mean, he'll probably get into the Hall of Fame, like probably like third, fourth year of eligibility. All right, how about this? Meet me in the middle, then. If they make the Super Bowl again this year, he'll be go a Hall of Famer. If he wins, will you be able to? Will you be able to say that for sure that he'll be a Hall of Famer then? If if he wins the Super Bowl, if if the Los Angeles Rams and if the Los Angeles Rams win the Super Bowl again this season, they go back to back, and he wins Super Bowl MVP. Then I'll say third-year Hall of Famer. Okay. 
And the only reason why I say 30-year Hall of Famer is because, like, he, he will get into the Hall of Fame. The only problem with the Hall of Fame now is that, and again, this is based, and, and again, this is just me, and I'm probably going to take something from Deion Sanders here, but it's just, it, it all depends on who they let in. Because when I look at C Hall of Fame announcements, and this just says well, it's all a popularity contest nowadays, especially like you look through anything, like even the NHL has been not, not, not going to do it, but it's all a popularity contest to get into the Hall of Fame now. That's what I'm going to say there, because when you when you look at like who's going in, like you either don't know them because like they're players that played a long time ago or that nobody knew of, and then you look at their numbers and it's like okay, maybe they had a pretty good career, or it's people that like nobody knows about because they were fucking offensive linemen and offensive and defense and offensive linemen. All they need to do is just play like fucking three thousand, like 400 games and not give up a sack. I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, he'll be, he'll, if, if that happens, like I said, third year hall of famer depends on who depends on who's in the class with him too. Because the thing is though, is like, you look, you look at who comes up for the ballot every year, semifinalists, finalists, and then the actual in, inductees. And you're like, you look at the list and it's like, how the fuck is this person on the list? And then they somehow make their way as a finalist. And it's like, how the fuck did they end up here? Or if you look at somebody that's like, wait, they're not in the Hall of Fame yet. They're just getting inducted now. It's always like that. It kills me. It really does. Um, but I don't think the Rams will win the Super Bowl either. Uh, I don't. Like I said, they don't even come out of the NFC, in my opinion. So, we'll, so again, I'll say if it happens. My opinion, they're not going to, though. Niners are coming out of the NFC. Um, I guess we'll stick in the NFC and go back to a fucking gauntlet at this point. Which division do you want to go to now? Do you want to stick in the West and shoot the... Uh, do you want to stick in the West and uh, talk about Arizona and, and Seattle? Do you want to go back to the East and talk about the other teams there? Where do you want to go with this? I think we'll go to... Where do you want to go with this? Well, um... I mean, it's so hard to talk about the NFC because it's just a fucking crapshoot this year. We can go to Um, the North and talk about how people think Kirk Cousins is going to be an MVP candidate and how fucking – and how cocaine is one – I don't think that that's crazy because, I mean, like, like, what? Cocaine is one hell of a drug. Don't do it, kids. I, I don't think it's that, like, crazy because, I mean, we have seen Matt Ryan win an MVP. But I, I think because just cause we th- this year we're going to see Justin Jefferson like take a big step. And I mean, Adam Thielen's still a great, great receiver as well. Whereas Kirk Cousins just has those two options. I mean, granted, like we're going to see those games from Kirk Cousins, which are definitely going to diminish his argument to make an MVP this year. But I think if he, if he can be like consistent through a whole season, he's, I don't think it's that crazy. Well, I mean, the thought process is, is like the new coaching staff for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, they have Kevin O'Connell, who is the Rams offensive coordinator, who is coming now from the McVay coaching tree, which is pr- continuing to expand, which is coming from the Shanahan, which is actually a branch off the Shanahan coaching tree because because McVay, McVay and Shanahan worked together for the Redskins uh, all those years ago. So, like, Kevin O'Connell is coming from that offensive mind of McVeigh Shanahan type of offense, so we'll see. So, well, that's if, why that's why it's not that crazy to like. It's I, not that crazy to say it. 
I, I just find it hilarious because like everybody like I don't hate Kirk Cousins. I don't. I just find Kirk Cousins like is a good quarterback. It's just that like because of the teams that he's been on, he's like Matt Stafford. Like he's kind of like a meme quarterback, like you think when you think about it. Because he's also had some like <clears throat> he has had some blunders though, like of plays that you do see from him. Oh yeah, no. I mean the thing is Kirk Cousins, like you look at you look at his tenure with the Vikings, like he, there could be a game where he'll throw four touchdowns and no interceptions. And then the next game, like he'll throw three interceptions for like 150 yards and three interceptions that only have 150 yards. And it's like, what the fuck is this guy here? Yeah, exactly. So, that's, that's his issue. That's right why if you can click up those games. That's why I think cocaine is one hell of a drug with that, not with these comments there, because it's like, okay, are you really trusting Kirk Cousins to be consistent for 17 weeks? So I think it's hard for like MVP to pick anyone other than like Herbert. In my opinion. You think Herbert's going to be the MVP? Well, like think about not it. Not even Allen. I'm actually shocked. No, well, like, like clearly, like, yeah, the the easy answer is say, okay, Josh is going to win MVP. But like, Her- but I think yeah. I think the Bills have definitely like an easier route, like to get to the playoffs itself. Where Josh is he going to need to go crazy for some games? Like, because we're not going through a gauntlet in the AFC East by any means. We get to play the Dol- Dolphins twice year, which will probably be our hardest test in the AFC East. But then you play the Patriots. We get to see the shitty Patriots twice this year, and we get to see the shitty Jets. So it's like we don't need Josh Allen to go crazy those games. Whereas you go look at Herbert. He's got to he's got to go play he's got to go play um he's got to play Pat Mahomes twice a year he's got to play Derek Carr and Devontae Adams twice a year he's got to play um Russell, Russell Wilson twice a year it's like it's like yeah like it's not going to be easy for him that's why I think like he's going to need to put up numbers to get this team like their wins that they need and that's why I think he is like the easy pick for MVP in my opinion because he's going to need those games where he's going to need to throw like at the end of games to get their team like say they're down seven or whatever like go take an 80-yard drive, get him to like the 350 yards passing for the game or whatever it may be. And that's where I think his – this where I think he could – like the easy pick for MVP, whereas Josh, like I said, is just going to have it like a bit easier where it's like, oh, he can go sit back. But I guess as well, like I think even – I would even put this above Josh as well, probably Pat Mahomes because without having Tyreek Hill this year, he's going to need to do more with less now. He doesn't have that security blanket, so it could be – it could be another easy pick over Josh because like he also is going to need to work his ass off to get out of that AFC West because it's so hard to pick any, any like four of these teams to win the West. I mean, my thought process there about like the whole MVP type of talk is that I just, again, with the cousins comments, I just find it funny there because like, we know like what, what we know what kind of quarterback Kirk cousins right. has been. Um, and, and from my standpoint there, Herbert's like, Herbert's a legitimate contender. You're not wrong there. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you one bit there. What gets me though, what got me is like, you know how the NFL like releases like their top 100 list? Yeah. Which I think is completely bullshit in my, in well, my it's not, it, it, I, I can't, when people get pissed off about that because one, the voting for that is done. I don't know if you know this, but it's done before the season even ends. 
Um, and two, it's just a vote on like they get basically the players a piece of paper and just tell them to write down like 100 of the best players in the NFL. No, I, that's why I find it stupid. Like, like that's because, not why people are pissed. They're like, oh, Josh was 13. Like, why is he? Like, I'm not he was the third best quarterback. Like, like he was still the third best quarterback I'm on that list. That. I find the whole process to be stupid, considering that's done before the end of the season and it's only voted on by the players too. Like, oh no, you, yeah, I just wanted to say that because I don't know if most people knew that. It's just like, like don't get pissed off about it because it's a meaningless stat. Like, oh, it is clearly like if it was voted on like after the Kansas City game w- against the Bills. I think honestly, Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen would have been one two on the list just because oh. it would have been recency bias, and that's all it is. Because yeah, it was voted on, like, well, the thing is though, is like about your recency bias comments there. The 40th ranked player in the NFL top 100 had comparable numbers to the f- number one ranked player in the top <laughs> one in terms of passing yards, touchdowns, and number of interceptions. And I also think quarterback rating as well. We all know who the number one player was. It was Tom Brady. Now, do you know who the number 40 player was? It was Herbert. Exactly. So, like, that's why I think, like, that's so fucking stupid because, like, Herbert had a great season last year, but the players put him at number 40, and Tom Brady had the same numbers like with a much better Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster. But because the recent, but because of the bias there, oh, Brady's 44. He did the, he, nobody else has done this before because Brady's eating avocado toast uh, day in and day out and everything, la di da. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Brady, who knows how long Brady's going to fuck? Brady isn't the best player in the fucking league. Like, he, like, like, Brady is not the best player in the league. Like, I'm sorry. Like, no, but like, like, I was fine with like him being, like I said, I didn't care about like, people were freaking like, I didn't care Brady was number one. I just found, no, I just found that crazy when I looked at that stat there. I'm like, wait a second. Right. You tell me the players think that Herbert, who had the same numbers as this guy, is way down here compared to like anybody else there. I'm like, I'm like, Justin Herbert is a top five quarterback in the NFL here, guys. But then again, like I also don't know how many other quarterbacks were ranked ahead of him either in this stupid list either. I think I think it was sorry, it was Brady one, Rogers two, Mahomes three, Stapp or yeah, Mahomes four. three, Allen four. There had to be a quarterback. Burrow, it was Burrow or I think Burrow or Stafford are both above Herbert. Then it came Herbert was the eighth, which it makes sense. Like I mean, you could. That list makes sense to me. That list makes sense there. Like the way you look at it that way is like, yeah, there's still other players who are better than these quarterbacks. It's like, oh, yeah, no, that's why. It's just stupid. I just find that list to be stupid. They pray, they make it out to be like the no-all end-all, and it's like, no, fuck this. Who cares? Um, uh, but no, Herbert's a legitimate MVP contender, in my honest opinion. I mean, the thing is, though, is like we all know you take – we all know that you take him off the Los Angeles Chargers. They're fucking dog shit. Like, they're in the gutter. Like, uh, eh, 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 and if you tell me that they're not in the gutter, like, I'm going to call you. I'm, anybody tells me that they're not in the gutter, I'm going to call them fucking stupid, honestly. Because we know, like, what kind of talent that Justin Herbert is. I mean, am I am I wrong to say that? Like, if you take, am I wrong there? It depends who you like, who the quarterback you had to put there is, because then if you well, don't... I'm talking about when you look at the quarterback room of the Chargers, I couldn't even tell you who their backup is. But like, I'm not saying trade for a quarterback. I'm not oh saying... no, no, yeah. I mean, I think, I think I agree with you. I think if you take Herbert off that list, they're done because their backup is Chase Daniels. Oh, 
Super Bowl champion <laughs> from like 14 fucking years ago. How long, but, has he been, how long has he been in the league? Like 29 years at this point? It's been a long time. He uh, he was the back. He was uh, he he won his Super Bowl back in New, back when New Orleans won. He he was on that team. Yeah. So he's been in the league a long time. But yeah, I um, mean the team is still good, especially with them this year now. Um, I, especially adding Khalil Mack, I think helps the defense out a lot. They have the. That's what I just love how the AFC West like stacked up on players. They're just gonna fucking beat the shit. They're gonna out beat of the shit out of each other. Come playoff time, like I think they're gonna be done. Like that's what's gonna that's what's gonna hurt the West is these teams are gonna kick the shit out of each other during the season. Why Buffalo will have an easy. Well, that's why Buffalo and or that's why Buffalo and or Cincinnati will have an easier run to the AFC Championship. Um. See, I don't think. Cincinnati will. I think, like, I know you're talking shit about Lamar, but I think the Ravens are going to, like, being healthy, we talked about, they can still find a way to win games. And I think the Ravens give them issues. I think you're counting out the Steelers once again, where the Steelers always find a way to be right around a 10 win team. I don't and the Browns, the Browns are just a question mark because of their, their quarterback situation right now. The Browns are a question mark because of their quarterback situation. This season and this season only, though. The only legitimate can, the only legitimate threat to Cincinnati, in my opinion, is the Ravens. I don't see the Steelers are not making the playoffs. They will be about an eight or nine win team, and that's about it. They, they'll finally have those wins, yeah. But not making the playoffs based on the team. Well, that let's they be have. honest. Like every, I feel like the AFC North always just draws with each other every year, where they win one, lose one against every other team. So I think that's what hurts the Bengals as well, is having to go through that. Because the North, for some reason, always seems throughout the regular season, one team wins one game, the other team wins the other. Because the North is the North is a weird division. You're going both Norths are weird divisions. Like both AFC and NFC Norths are weird divisions because, like, they just know each other's. Like it's crazy. Like I, I know, like it's weird saying like just know each other so well because let's be honest, the divisions have been the same for the past twenty years now. But the AFC North, like Pittsburgh and Baltimore, always competitive against each other. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, always competitive against each other. Even Pittsburgh and Cleveland, all those years that the Browns were fucking terrible, were always be would always have close games at home against Pittsburgh. Yeah, they'd get their asses kicked to asses kicked on the road in Pittsburgh, but it happen it, it happens like that. But so like I see where you're coming from there. I I don't know. I just feel like uh, see that's the thing like I don't think I don't think you I don't think Cincinnati has easy, as easy of a route to the playoffs as you think. Cincinnati has a good route to the playoffs. I don't think like it's not as easy as Buffalo's. I mean, Buffalo is going to Buffalo's going to go thirteen and Buffalo's probably going to go like thirteen and four, clinch the division by clinch the division by Thanksgiving, and then just do whatever the fuck you want there before Christmas. At that point, just don't get too drunk. Just don't get too drunk during the holiday season, I guess. Um, but no, the West is just going to fucking beat the shit out of each other. I mean. You could have as many as three teams coming out of the West, but even then, I don't think three teams are going to come out of the West. I think only two will. I think it'll be two teams out of the West. Well, yeah, the problem is, though, like having the three teams come out is always so hard because of you need to then seriously win like all of your all of your um out of conference games. You need to win your out of division of games. Out of division games, your in, interconf- interconference games there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it'll be two out of the West. 
two out, it'll be two out of the north, two out of the east, and then the Colts. I can't like oh, I don't. Oh no no no! You don't think the Colts? You don't think two out of the east? You think Buffalo is the only team out of the east? Um, wait, do you have the Colts winning the South? Yes, I have the Colts winning the South. I don't have the Titans winning the South. They don't. Have I don't have either of those teams winning the South. Do not tell me the Jacksonville Jaguars. I will. Ha- I will. This, end this is podcast. exactly who my pick out of the I'm South. Ending the podcast right now. No. All right. Hear me out. I'll hear you out. I may. I may just fucking. I wish I could mute you. Go on. Go All ahead. Right. So Trevor Lawrence, second year quarterback now. New coaching staff. Travis Etienne is back from injury. You sign a number one receiver named Christian Kirk. You get Evan Ingram as your tight end now. Your defense, <laughs> your defense isn't horrendous. All right, Evan Ingram had no one throwing him the ball. You laugh at that. It's because fucking Daniel <laughs> Dogshit Jones couldn't get him the ball. Evan Ingram had his fucking bricks for hands. How many have you? Did you ever see how many easy catches he had that just led through his fucking grasp? Right. You're gonna be crying when I'm right about this. I think the South is. People are hyping up Indianapolis for no reason. I just Tennessee. Tennessee is dog shit, in my opinion, this year. No, no, Tennessee is not going to do anything this season. Indianapolis. They're, what are they going to do? They have a terrible offensive line with the Matt Ryan back there who can't fucking get out of the pocket anymore. They're going to rely on Jonathan Taylor. Okay, and, and Jonathan Taylor is going to wear himself out by week 10, 11 because of how much they're using him. Throw the ball to their offensive line isn't as horrendous, and Indianapolis also has a top ten defense in the league. So I think they're going to rely on the defense a lot too, barring any injuries. The South is such a fucking crapshoot. No, it's going to be Jacksonville coming out of the South. I... You're gonna, you're gonna be amazed when I'm right. I'm gonna fucking end the podcast if that happens. I'm pro. I'm at, I'm not gonna end the podcast, but like that's how fucking like Jesus. I mean, hey, you. You're gonna fucking love my. I mean, take. think about it. You have a Doug Peterson who went to a Super Bowl already. The same won a Super Bowl. The same Doug Peterson that blew up the Eagles three, three years after winning the Super Bowl with that same Eagles team. Wasn't all his fault. Eagles are a fucking crapshoot team. That's why I don't. Wasn't that, all his fault. I think. I think I, but I mean, think about who who was Trevor Lawrence's quarterback or not quarterback coach last year. Urban Meyer's a fucking yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why I think this team. Why do you think generally has a chance to win the South? Why do you think Tim Tebow never succeeded in, in succeeded in the NFL? It wasn't because of his NFL coaches. It was because Urban Meyer doesn't. It's because Urban Meyer doesn't like prepare players for the NFL. Or because Peyton Manning came to the Broncos. That's... Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow took that. Denver team to the playoffs, and then Peyton Manning came in. Marius Thomas. What was that? I said, I know that. R.I.P. Demarius Thomas. The yeah. down. I, know, I wouldn't say that. After Denver, like, when you look at what Tebow, the t- when you look at Tebow, like, he pro like, I, I'm just convinced that, like, Urban Meyer didn't prepare Tebow for the NFL as much as he probably, as, as well as he probably should have. No, I think Tebow was what he was going to be. He was going to be a game manager quarterback, but I mean, those aren't always the worst thing, and no, he made a playoffs with the team. Like, I don't. I want to say Urban Meyer ruined it because it was clearly Peyton Manning coming to the Broncos. Well, I'm just saying Urban Meyer probably could have done a better job. That's all I'm I saying. Agree with that. Because the thing is, though, is like you look well, at did the- Urban Meyer win a national championship with Tebow. Who? Exactly. 
So that's why I'm saying that, like, he did well in college, but didn't prepare, getting prepared for the NFL. I mean, that's why they brought Urban Meyer in in the first place, because they thought, oh, Urban Meyer, this great college coach who worked with college quarterbacks. But, like, look at what happened. They fired him, like, what, week 11? Well, it's the same reason fucking Saban left Miami after, what, a year? Exactly, because because college coaches can't adapt to the fucking pros. But Nick Saban's also one of the great. Nick Saban, well, depends on who you ask. One of the great. I'm not going to say the greatest college coach of all time because, like, it depends on who you ask. But he's definitely one of the greatest, most likely top three. I would say top three. Yeah, top three. Maybe. Also, not. speaking of Urban Meyer, did you see his new contract with Fox? Or not Urban Meyer? Excuse me. Um, Saban's. I was going to say, Urban Meyer has a contract with Fox. He went back to fucking Fox. Yeah, that's, speaking of, that's a terrible that's a terrible lineup they have for that Fox crew. Oh, it is. It is. Um, uh, what I was going to say, uh, yeah, no, Saban's contract. Yeah, um, uh, Jimbo Fisher was the highest paid college coach for, like, what, 40 days? Yep. And then comes along Urban Meyer about just secured the bag. through Nick, Nick, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Nick, why, yeah, not Urban Meyer. Sorry. Fox is not letting Urban Meyer. <laughs> Through the back, Fox. No, Nick Saban. Sorry, we're talking about Urban Meyer, so he was in my head. Fox is not letting Urban Meyer secure the bag. I mean, if they are, good for him. But <laughs> um, uh, they're I, I gonna mean, let him. They're gonna let him stick his finger up as many girls' buttholes as he wants. Oh Jesus! Christ. <laughs> I, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, probably gonna be the case there. Fuck! I mean, didn't even sign for any money. They just said you you can finger pop the asshole as much as you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Just just don't do it on camera, please. Right. Um, no. no, back to Jacksonville. I I do think that like they're my like Cinderella like this year that they're gonna come out and actually make some noise in the South because the South is a crapshoot. The, the whole. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, it's like I don't know, like well, okay for, for for Indianapolis though as well. Like I don't know how much of an upgrade Matt Ryan is compared to Carson Wentz. Indianapolis has been a fucking crapshoot at quarterback since Andrew Luck. This is true. Philip River, I mean Philip Rivers got them to the playoffs, but like he retired. He's now coaching high school football and has eleven kids. Like he's never coming back. Like you're not you're not gonna see him like in an NFL landscape ever again. Yep. Like um, um Carson Wentz was, was a win away until they lost to Jacksonville in the last week of the season. Yeah, he fucking shit the bet. He he completely shit himself. Like in like one he completely shit himself. Um and now Matt Ryan, who like we don't know like what version of Matt Ryan's gonna show up. Like is it gonna be last season's Matt Ryan where like he showed his age or is it going to be like not a, not quite 2016 Matt Ryan but like close enough like where he can get the job done uh nobody knows I I just think the Tennessee's going to be a dog shit team I don't think they'll do anything they're going to run Henry into the ground until he gets injured then they'll have McDaniels in the backfield they'll run him into the ground until Henry comes back they don't have any wide receivers Tannehill is going to have to prove himself out there uh fuck who's the, I'm missing a team What, I miss what what team in the South. I'm missing a team. The Texans. Oh, irrelevancy. <laughs> irrelevancy. I was confused. I'm like, I'm like, how many? I was like, I don't even miss the Texans, but all right, yeah, they're fucking irrelevancy because because I'm only thinking about relevant teams. Davis actually. Mills elite. 
Davis Mills. Okay, let's. I'm going to say this: the the Texans are a crapshoot organization that honestly need to be investigated just for being shit. Davis Mills will actually probably have a good season. I hope he. I hope he has a good season, honestly. But the Texans actually like legitimately need to be investigated for being a shit show organization. I think they're a fucking mob front. They're like the pirates. And the problem is, what was it? Four years ago now, they were just went to the AF. Well, was it the division? They made. They beat the Bills, and then. Yeah, they made the uh, divisional play. They made the divisional round. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, just after that season, everything just blew up in their face. Exactly. They blew everything up. They, uh, they they traded Hopkins. They they let they let Watt go. Ironically, both to Arizona. Um, the whole Deshaun Watson fiasco happened, which I mean is still a fiasco for not for not only for the Browns but for the Texans in a way as well because they had to settle with all the victims. Um, they fired. They they've gone through a revolving door of head coaches. I mean they 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 hired a head coach. Set him up for failure, fired him after last season because he only won four games and brought in somebody else. And it's like, no, what the fuck are you doing? You're a fuck. They're a mob front. They're like the pirates. They're going to start growing vegetation uh, on the sideline by week four. That's that's probably that's not going to happen. But I mean, like, imagine if you start seeing like fucking start seeing fucking gar- a garden being grown like in the sideline. I, would- I, I honestly like this. I don't know where this title went. How many games did they win last year? Like, they won like five games, I think. I think. Oh no, it was, they won four. They won as many as the Giants. I think I, I can see them just winning around four or five again this year. Like they're 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 hopeless. <laughs> they are hopeless. They need they need get- they need their four wins to come against. They need to sweep the Colts and sweep the Titans for me, so that way Jacksonville can make the playoffs. They're, they're, you do realize, like, one of those wins is probably going to be against Jacksonville at home, right? No, Jacksonville's going to run through the South. All right. You're going to, you're, I can't wait till we get to playoffs this year. And I'm talking about how we're going to get to see the Jacksonville Jaguars back in the playoffs because they won the AFC South. And I'm <laughs> going to come back to this day and remind you that I was right. All right. All right, I I just find you a little bit crazy there. I mean, cocaine is a hell of a drug, but you know what? I you, you go off, you go off, okay? I live but to serve you, my liege, okay? Um, uh, I guess we'll start. Ah, uh, shit. All right. Um, I don't even, do you even want to talk about the Patriots and Jets. Like, the Patriots don't even know who their offensive coordinator is going to be. The Jets are fucking. Uh, I have a hot take. The Jets finish with more wins than the Patriots. That's actually not a bad take there, honestly. I mean, let's be honest, the, the roster that the Jets are building isn't going to be terrible in like a couple of years, de- 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 depending on if they can get a quarterback or not, depending on what Zach Wilson turns out to be. But I generally don't I mean, he's just going to be the mill hunter. Yeah. He's just going to be the mill hunter. But no, at the same point, at the same time, they're like, what sucks is that he's out until at least week four, like according to like what I was seeing today. Yeah, I heard that today as well, that he probably won't be back till the Pittsburgh game. Was, yeah, so you've got Joe Flacco for four games. Elite. And, unless he gets unless he gets injured. Then you well, it's not going to matter. Well, they have Mike White still. Elite. Um, It, it doesn't matter really because, I mean, you got Brees Hall, who I think is going to make some noise in this league right Brees away. Brees Hall can... will make noise. He, 
conversations for offensive rookie of the year, of course. I also have a hot take. Sauce Gardner is going to be a top five corner in this league by the end Sauce of the season. Sauce Gardner, um, defensive rookie of the year, in my honest opinion. That's my take. I, I, I agree with that. Unless they want to give it to like an edge rusher or something, but I think it would be, be Sauce if they're going to go uh, a secondary I, player. Anything probably Hutchinson. Thibodeau's out for week. Thibodeau's most likely not playing on Sunday. And we don't know how, and I don't know how long he may or may not be out for. So that's not going to happen for him there. Um, but we'll see what happens there. Um, no, the Patriots, honestly, no. I mean, hey, Boston fans, like you've enjoyed like twenty years of greatness with your boy Tom. With right. Your boy- now they got left. Now it really is the Celtics. Yeah, because no, the Bruins I- are going to suck. The Red Sox suck. The Red Sox are going to suck for the next 10 years. The because Patriots are going to be the fucking laughingstock of the AFC East this year. Honest to God, like, the Patriots had a great 20-year run, but they're going to go back to how they were in the 70s and 80s, which was fucking average, which was mediocre to average at best. Right, now you guys can fucking be miserable that Josh Allen comes into your barn every year and kicks the shit out of you. Sorry, I, just a little frustration of watching Brady come and beat the shit out of me. But yeah. You're, you're gonna, well, this is my take on the AFC East. It's been 50 years of dog shit. You've had error. Honest to God, like the AFC East, like. No, the 90s was good with the Dolphins and Bills. Well, what I'm saying there is like for the most part, it's been like dog shit almost. Oh, yeah. Like, like you have the set like, OK, the, I, I'm not I'm not going to count the 60s like in the old AFL because like that was the old AFL. Like Buffalo won two AFL championships. The Patriots, the Patriot, no, the Patriots did not. That was Houston, the Houston Oilers. Actually, the Patriots sucked in the seventies. The Jets won a Super Bowl with Namath, like in in sixty nine. But the Jets were mediocre after. The Jets have been mediocre after that ever since, in my honest opinion. But like the Bills, like the Dolphins had a good stretch. They won two. They won two Super Bowls. They made a third. Like they actually beat. They they actually like went undefeated against the Bills in the entire decade of the 70s. Not many people know that. Like, and ironically, like, one of the most, and ironically, like, one of the quote-unquote best moments in Bills history is, like, when they beat the Dolphins opening day of the 1980 season and tore down the goalposts because they finally snapped their over 70 streak. Not many people know that. Oh, wait. Not many people know that because they've only started supporting the Bills in 2017, 2019. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, but the thing is, though, is like the Patriot, like the Dolphins, the Dolphins then had Marino. Like the Bills, like the Bills were terrible in the 70s. Like, and so were the Patriots too. Honestly, I mean, they made playoffs here and there, but they weren't doing anything. Weren't the Colts in our division at one point? The Colts were in the division until two until division realignment in like two thousand and two. Yeah, like so you had like five teams in the division. Like the Colts when they were still in Baltimore, they were they were they were pretty good. Like they were making the playoffs in and out as well. But like I I I I owe, like historical wise, like the AFC East has been defined by runs. Like you look at the Dolphins, like in the seventies, the bills in the 90s the patriots under brady and now you're back to the bills with allen like that's how it looks like that's what that's what's like here in the afc east Histo- like historical historically and then also like presently too not many people know, not many people know that though i, I, just, think- I just have the, always had that picture ingrained in my mind of brady no 
of the Bills, uh, the fans tearing down the goalpost. That was in 1980. I mean, they tore down the goalpost too, like when they went to their first suit, when they beat the Raiders in the, uh, in their first, when they beat the Raiders in the AFC Championship to go to their first Super Bowl too. But they tore down the goalpost because they beat the Dolphins too in a fucking regular season game because they, they snapped an O for a decade straight. Hang the Fuck banner. The, hang the banner. <laughs> What are what, yeah yeah the bills were tied in him before Tottenham. Banners fly forever, mate. <laughs> yeah, save some winning for the rest of us, right? All um, right. All right. Uh, I guess okay. We'll go into the NFC soon. I want your seven. Who makes the playoffs? I don't need. I, I don't need particular order. I all just right. want who makes the playoffs. We'll go Bills, Cincy. Jacksonville, Ravens, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers. Okay, I guess like oh, I, guess... I don't know. Hang on, hang on. Oh, I think three are coming out of the West. I just don't know what's going to be Denver or the Raiders. Uh, you know, I'm just going to stick with my guns here and just stay. Just stick with the Broncos. I'm just going to stick with the Broncos. They got a good defense and now a competent quarterback. The Raiders are going to Raider. They're going to win. Just like last year, how you fucking. I called that, though. I said they were going to the playoffs. Yes, but I also called that they were going to fucking start slumping midseason. I think it's going to happen again. I think they're going to get too far behind because the AFC West seems like this year a division you cannot slump in. Hey, hey, both the Chargers and the Raiders will have been in the playoffs if not for a uh, if not for a timeout. <laughs> I've never been so excited for a tie in my life. And that's why I Justin, forgot about that that they called the timeout. And that's why Justin Herbert will go scorched earth and win the MVP. I've never been so excited for a tie in my life. <laughs> He's gonna go scorched win the MVP because of that. Um uh, no, honest to God, okay, Bills. Bengals, Chiefs, Colts, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins. Those are my seven. I I, I think that the Dolphins are a little different. I think that the Dolphins have a good enough team finally. And you know, I'm I'm not on that two and on bandwagon, don't you worry. But I think I think that they have enough to get the job done. Like to come second in the division and make the playoffs, they'll have a better record than they'll have a better record than the third place team in the AFC West. Whether that's the Raiders or the Broncos, I don't care because they're not going to be in the playoffs. The Colts, I, I just can't trust Jacksonville right now. I, I'm not. I, I'm not. <laughs> not now, now I'm in your head about it. Now you you want to pick it? No, I. I <laughs> Fucking pick it. That's fucking crazy. I see. I I want. I, I, I would have picked Miami as well, but I just don't trust Tua. I'm I'm saving my craziness for the NFC. Okay, I'm saving my craziness for the NFC. All right. Um. But no, I. That's my seven, and of course Buffalo and my and and this is my AFC championship. My AFC championship will be the Bills and the Chargers. In the AFC Championship, and Buffalo will go on to play in the Super Bowl, and they'll go play the Niners because I said who'd the you, Niners. Who'd you say in the uh, AFC Championship? Bills and Chargers. Okay. Who do you think? 
I think it's Bill's Chiefs. I think we run it back a third time against them. Third running back the third I think, time. I think it's Bill's Chiefs, and I. I I I, oh, I mean this is I don't see this is gonna pay me to say I know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick with the Bills. I was gonna say I don't were... know because I I don't know because I feel like I'm gonna mush us if I say the Bills, but I'm just gonna say it because people are gonna get mad if I don't pick the Bills. Well. This is where you're gonna love love or hate me for the NFC, but we'll go into that there because we got some more teams to talk about. But there. I could also see a scenario where the Chargers and Chiefs are in the fucking AFC Championship game. Oh, yeah, I know. Maybe it's, the, it's a long season. It's a long season. It's a long season. Maybe the Chargers and the Bengals rematch of uh, 1981, which was a long, long time ago. One of the coldest games in NFL history, by the way. The Chargers went to Cincinnati, and I think it was like wind chills of like minus. It was like wind chills of like minus fifty, minus sixty, or whatever. And because the Chargers could, definitely couldn't adapt to the cold weather, Cincinnati won that game and ended up going to the Super Bowl, where they lost to the Niners. Mm-hmm. Ice. Um, oh God! All right. Yep. I'm gonna go Bills in the Super Bowl. Fuck it. I know. Yeah, fair enough. All right, you got it there. All right, hey, it's long season. Anything can happen. I mean, mean, if the Bills don't make the playoffs, you're going to be more disappointed as a fan than a podcast co-host. I just don't want to mush myself, but I guess I was pretty good on my hockey picks this year. So... This is true. This is very true. We both were pretty good. And, and, and my Orioles pick is still looking great to finish over 500. They are going to finish over 500. I gave up, I gave up on the Pirates when they started <laughs> fucking garden. They started growing garden. <laughs> they gave up too. Huh? Hey. They gave up too. Not against the Mets. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah no they gave up no they gave up on week they gave up on, they gave up like i want to say like third week into the season <laughs> they, they heard the podcast they, like, they gave up on opening day they're like ah this guy's a fuck <laughs> they, they listen to us they're like this guy's a fucking idiot picking us to oh win also stuff. the match just lost 10 or um the car or the pirates just lost 10 nothing to us tonight so suck i was gonna say if the mets lost 10 nothing to the pirates like no we beat the pirates 10 nothing tonight so we took the series 2-1 don't you worry Hey, there you go. You got it done against. I think the now Bucks. we should be back up one against uh Braves. We should be back up one against Braves or half a game, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, I was gonna say congratulations. You beat a bunch of fucking gardeners. Yeah, we're up <laughs> only up half a game now. Jesus, so proud. I um, knew. I told you the collapse was coming. I said on the podcast, so it's fine. I mean, I wouldn't really say we collapsed more the fact that the Braves just really turned it on, but let's get back to, let's get back to fucking, let's get back to football here. Um, uh, Let's see here. I guess we'll switch over to the NFC. I mean, like I, like I said, the Niners are contenders. The Rams are going to be there. Cardinals, the Seahawks are going to suck. They don't have a quarterback. Like, uh, like Pete Carroll coming out and saying that he wants, like when it was reported that Pete Carroll wanted Drew Locke as quarterback, (laughs) fucking kidding me. They should run a. They should run like two quarterbacks, like, like uh, like one every other set, you know. The Seahawks should just ink for next season. There's a make, lot of good quarterbacks next year. Make it make it less painful for their fans. Although I hate the. But Seahawks. no, they should run the Seahawks should do just run Drew Lock one set, then Geno Smith the next set. Unless one of them throw, yeah, and, and unless one of them just throws like interception after interception, then it's like, all right, where are we going here? 
Uh, fuck. You know what? You might as well just put a blind man in that quarterback. Sign somebody off the street. Drew Locke does have that swag, though. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Dude, the uh, NFC is such a shit show this year. The NFC is such a shit show. Like, there's uh, not many even, like, I don't even, like, the only thing you can really talk about in the NFC is, honestly, the defending champion, the Rams, because, let's be honest, the East is still dog shit. I think the Cowboys are a fucking laughing stock this year, in my opinion. You know, uh, this is where you're going to hate me. This is where you're going to Don't gonna you fuck. fucking tell me you... This, no, this is where you're going to hate me. Because, like, everybody is, like, downplaying the Cowboys. Because year in, year out, those dumb motherfuckers at ESPN, FS1, whatever fucking networks, they always talk about how the Cowboys, like, on paper, Super Bowl contenders, they should, they should, Jerry World is good. It's their year. It's their year. It's their year. I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to do anything. The Cowboys are going to win the East. I don't think the Eagles are going to win the East. There's no way I believe that. I mean... Yes, the Eagles have improved with trades and free agent signings, and it's going to come down to the play of Jalen Hurts. But I think that when when the Cowboys get healthy, because they need they have a lot of injured they have a lot of injuries like at wide receiver right now. Well, I, I, I not in not a lot of total injuries, but it's a lot of like missing parts at wide receiver because. They lost because they lost a lot of players in free agency, and then of course injuries are happening too. So like their only top wide receiver right now, and their only good wide receiver is C.D. Lamb, uh, because Amari Cooper went to Cleveland, Cedric Wilson went to Miami, James Washington, and Michael. Oh, Jack- I forgot. Fucking Amari Cooper went to the Browns. That's something yeah, Amari- I just forgot about from this off season. Uh, so much happened in the off season. A lot of people forgot that Alvin Kamara got arrested. Okay. I remember that. He he's on my prison squad now. <laughs> yeah. They got a prison squad for football and soccer. I was trying to uh build an all suspended slash arrested team uh with my fantasy football draft. I mean I did draft a suspended player in DeAndre Hopkins, but he's just gonna like rot on what my bench. Four or six games. Six. He's just gonna rot on my bench until week seven anyways. Yeah. So Fuck. Like shit, he's gonna come back as wide receiver one anyways. So like, who cares? I I got fucking sh- I got shit on for it. It's like no, he's still one of the best receivers in the game. Like he's gonna fucking be cute. He's gonna be Kyler Murray's target to go to. Like outside of like running the ball left and right up uh, in a circle. Um, but no, the Cowboys win the East. I mean, the thing is, there is like. You talked about Saquon having a bounce back year. I think, like, because of, like, the issues at wide receiver, like, this is going to be a bounce back year for Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, this is more me hoping for that for my fantasy team than for the actual Cowboys. I was going to say, for my fantasy team, fuck that. Let Pollard go off. <laughs> They're going to be – I hope, yeah, no, that's not – I not yes. hey, maybe both will go off. But then that means, like, I have to suffer as a Giants fan. Um, the commanders are not going to be good. Like they have Carson Wentz as their quarterback, and like I, I the the organization is such a shit show from top to bottom, on and off the field. Like I think I I just don't think they're gonna do anything. Like they may like what six or seven wins if they're they'll they'll somehow find a way to squeak to seven, six or seven wins because the NFC is a crapshoot. I don't see the same thing with the Giants. We'll have five six wins, and I don't expect much from them. Um. 
look at, I, we haven't even gone into the North yet. I mean, we talked about Kirk Cousins and Rodgers for a little bit, but like, I mean, the Bears, like, w- who knows, like, what's going to happen with them because, like, yeah, they still have Justin Fields, obviously, but like, who's he going to throw the ball to? What's their defense going to look like? Their defense is still good. So are they just going to rely on their defense for 17 games? Because they're, they're going to off- rely, rely on defense. And you still got Aaron Jones at running back. You got Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins. Talking about the Bears. Oh, wait. Sorry. I thought we were talking about, I thought we were talking about the Packers. For some reason, I thought you said Aaron Rodgers. Who's he going to throw I said to? No, I said Justin Fields, my guy. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was – my bad, my bad, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. I was like, wait a second. What oh, no, no, no. I mean, fuck. I mean, can Justin Fields even throw the ball to the receivers that he has? No, no, the Bears are fucked. No, the Bears are fu- Who's – they got – who, Darnell Mooney is their one now because they got rid of Robinson and who, Brian Pringle? Yeah, and uh, Nikhil Harry. They, they they traded for Nikhil Harry, but he's injured on the IR for the first four weeks. <laughs> the Bears are fucked. The Bears are totally fucked. My, my, I've got two hot takes for you in the North. I'll let you talk about the Packers first, though. Okay, I see. Yeah, the people are counting the Packers out because they got rid of Devontae Adam. Adams, clearly. But I still not, think, like, really? what's up? I'm not counting them out completely. They're a point. No, I, see. I think they have an elite defense still, and I mean, you still got Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones there. Um, Alan Lazard, I think, is going to be a great receiver one for them. Now he'll get the shine since Devontae Adams isn't there. Um, and I mean, you still got Randall Cobb as your wide receiver, get or your slot receiver. Get he's old, but I mean. That's not the worst thing you could have. Um, but no, I still think this team definitely – they definitely still win the North, in my opinion, and I could see this team making the NFC Championship game. The Packers will win the North. Now here's where my one of my hot takes comes in. Three teams will make the playoffs out of the NFC North. The Detroit Lions will make the playoffs. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> what? No, okay, like, what, have you been watching too much Hard Knocks? Like, I get, it. I love, I love Dan Campbell. I love this Lions hey, team as well. There are like legitimate, like actual people that like actually cover the sport for a fucking living that think the Lions will make the playoffs too. I don't know about playoffs. I could see them finishing around like a five hundred team. Uh, I think they can make the playoffs because the NFC is such a crapshoot. They'll be I can like see that, but see my my problem is then I would have three teams coming out of the NFC North. That's my take. Three teams are gonna come out of the NFC North. Oh shit. See, I, I, I don't see that though, because I think the way I see it, you have two coming out of the east, you definitely you probably have two coming out of the south, and you definitely have two coming out of the west. So then you only have Green Bay coming out of the north. So this is where my takes are. Two out of the West, the Rams and the Niners. Three out. Three, All right, I agree with that. Three out. Three out. Three out of the North. Two out of the South, and the Saints and the Bucks. Or no? One. Or he's got one. Two, three is five, seven. Two, three, one. Two, three, one, one. Two, three. So who do you got? The Bucks going out of the South. I said that the Saints could win the division. 
Okay, but, but I, how do you see this Bucks team not making the playoffs still? I said the Saints could win the division. I didn't say that they oh, will. Oh, okay, okay. So we're on a different way because I think they will win the division. Yeah, the Bucks will win the division. Okay. And then I have boys. And then this is where my hot take comes in. My second hot take. It's not the Packers playing the Niners. I think the Packers, the Packers will fucking fall apart in the playoffs once again. I, I don't understand like why it happens or how it happens. Cowboys to the NFC Championship. This is where my hot take comes in. You go. I I fucking hate myself for saying this, but this like the networks talk about them all the time, but they're not even. Ta- but they're not talking about them in a good way. Like I think when I think the Cowboys like finally find a way to like somehow get to the NFC Championship, they're gonna get killed by San Francisco, like in the NFC Championship. But they'll they'll be there. I can't believe I'm saying that. But, like, I just think that the NFC is such a crapshoot. Like, it could happen. Because, like, yes, the Rams, like, are trying to run it back and everything. But eventually, I feel like they'll just get tired. This, the Bucks, like, they'll win the division. But how far can Brady take that team? Then you've got three teams in the North. Like, okay, yeah, I've got the Lions making the playoffs. But, like, they're, not, they're, they, they're probably not going to win their wild card game. The Vikings are going to be the second team to come out of the playoffs. Like, how far can Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen go in the playoffs? And then, of course, like, you've got Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but at the same time, it's like, all right, they somehow always, over the past few years, they have found a way to fall apart at some point in the playoffs, whether it was the divisional round or the NFC Championship. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I, I just... You just find it wild that I'm saying this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't because I I don't see a way that this year Green Bay doesn't make the Super Bowl out of the NFC. I think this is the year Aaron Rodgers does it because of how weak it is. So you're thinking that we finally get because well no because you have so you think that we're gonna finally have like a matchup potentially changing of the guard like matchup the 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 MVP the four time MVP of the league going up against one of the younger generation, one of the quarterbacks of the younger generation. And then if the Bills win the Super Bowl, then we have like a changing of the guard where the old guard of quarterbacks is finally gone. And then this new generation officially takes over. Yeah, but I wasn't even thinking of it that way. But yes, you could say like that, like the change of the guard thing, because I do think, I I think we finally get to see Aaron Rodgers, like clear MVP the last two seasons. Now I think, now we get to see him without us. Devontae Adams He's going to be a man on a mission, his new contract. I don't see a way he doesn't make it to the Super Bowl. Like He's going to get all that dirt off his back about how, how he can't do it come playoff time, how he always falls apart in like the NFC Championship games or even before that. I think it's time for him to get past that and make the Super Bowl. I mean, I, 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 it could happen. I mean, it could. I just see the Niners as being the team to come out of the NFC. I, I mean, like – it's a long season. It's a week by week league. I mean, you and I will come back like we'll come back like next week, like a week from we'll, we'll come back next week after week one slate of games, and we'll probably change our minds. Like we'll say like, oh, this team is fucking terrible. We'll we'll have our week one overreactions. Like, That's going to be the thing is like people are going to re- overreact to week one so so hard this year. They're going to overreact to week one, week two, week three, week four, week five. Because the thing is, though, is like the the league will continue to change on a week-to-week basis. But 
but instead you're going to have, but come Monday morning, you're going to have bozos like Dan Orlovsky and Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith and the, and, and, and fucking Lewis Riddick, Jeff Sat, like all those mainstream network guys. Like you're just going to have them giving different opinions on teams and players in the league based on performances on a week to week basis, because that's what they get paid to do. Like, and that's what we're going to do too. We're going to have, we're going to, our opinions are going to change. I'm pretty sure. Like I'll say like you come week eight, I'll be like, I'll say like come week, week eight. If the lions somehow are fucking like one and seven, I'm going to be like, Oh, I was way fucking off. I guess like the lions are not making the playoffs. Like it's going to happen. Like it's going it, to, it, it's going to be like that. So like I'll stick to my predictions for as long as I can here and we'll see what happens. Well, I don't think it's that crazy to say that um like I don't think it's crazy to say the Lions could be around a five hundred team. I just don't see how this team goes from a what was it, a two, three win team last year to a playoff team, especially with not really upgrading in a position and quarterback that they really need to. They're just trusting Jared Goff. No, I get that, but that's what I'm saying. It's hard for me to see them as a playoff team for I, that reason. I I just I mean, I get you have one of the like you have a great running back in DeAndre Swift. Um, I'm on Ross St. Brown. People are very high on this year, and DJ. I didn't even know they added DJ Chalk actually. Yeah, and then they have another young prom, and they have another not elite tight end, but they have a promising tight end in DJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I just think because the NFC is such a crapshoot, it could happen. I mean, I could be way off here, but you know, one of my, like you said, we just got to sling some shit at the wall and eventually like one piece eventually sticks. And I think my piece of shit that will stick to the wall will be the lions. Well, it, it's actually funny you said it because now I, I have the shit team from the East making the playoffs. And you have the shit team from the, the NFC making the playoffs. Exactly. Like, and the thing is there too, is like, look at the Bengals. Also people, this was not planned. Jeremy and I did not talk about us throwing the fucking lions and the Jaguars in the playoffs before this podcast started. No, we, didn't. we, we were talking about how Liverpool are bad uh, earlier today, but yeah, that's yeah. that anybody actually like cares about what we talk about. about now. We actually probably like are the only podcast out there. that probably picked the fucking lions and Jaguars to make playoffs. No, somebody actually legitimately picked the Lions to make the playoffs. I forget who the fuck it was, though. I mean, like, it's, like I said, it's not crazy. Like, I think it's crazy for me to say that Jaguars will could, will like win, will make playoffs because, like, I like I said, I think the Lions will finish around a five, like a five hundred team. But honestly, like thinking about it now, like five hundred might like around because it's not what is it, eight and seven now, whatever the fuck it yeah, is. Stupid. They have to, they or have nine to, and eight, nine and eight, whatever. What is yeah? yeah no. Yeah. They have to either be nine or eight or eight or and or eight or, or eight and eight nine or eight or eight or not eight and nine. Like yeah, five. but I honestly like actually now you say it's not that crazy because looking at the teams, I was like, well, coming out of the like NFC, it's like that could make that could get you their last wild card spot this year. Exactly. That's why I said earlier in the podcast, like if the Giants find themselves like at four, somehow find themselves at four, four and three after week seven or even, like, three and four after week seven, and the rest of the NFC, and, like, there are, like, five, four or five, maybe six teams, like, in that same position, like, maybe I'll get, I can give myself the false hope that, oh, the Giants could sneak into the playoffs. I mean, it's not going to fucking happen, but, like, like because the NFC is so crap, like, you don't know how, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. 
That, yeah, yep. that actually isn't like as crazy as like when it first came out, like how crazy, but like looking at it, it's like, well, fuck, I mean, most of the NFC, like the Falcons and Panthers aren't coming close to a 500 team. I'm sorry to say this, but I don't think the Giants or Commanders will. Um, no, Giants Seahawks are- won't. I mean, the only no. issue there would be Arizona, like you got Arizona, Chicago definitely won't, but then unfortunately in the North, you got the Green Bay and Minnesota, who I think are going to be good teams. No, the problem is, is that like Arizona is not even good. Arizona is going to have a hot start again, and then they're going to falter in the second half of the season. The only thing that sucks is about that, like, and then it comes down to whether or not you can trust Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. But that's a conversation for down the road there, because I don't think because if that's the case where they're, where Arizona falters again. Are you gonna? You can't move on from your quarterback. You just signed an extension to, but or so are you gonna move on from Kingsbury finally? But again, I, mean, I think you had to at that point. I think I think of a lot. I think of a lot. I think of uh, certain. Te- I think if certain teams if certain teams like underperform for sure, some houses may need to be cleaned out. But I'll go more into that as the season goes on. Right. So let's let's go into the what so who so let's see who do we have coming out of the West or the NFC then? I told you the NFC, yeah, the West. The, the NFC is the team out of the West, the Niners. Okay, and then I have Green Bay going through. So then we both so you got a Bills Niners Super Bowl, I got a Bills Packers Super Bowl. Yeah, are we giving the kiss of death? Everyone else has, we might as well have. Everyone else is given the kiss of death, so we might as well. I've been told. I've been told since I'm a Giants fan, I can't sell. I can't enjoy a celebration. I can't celebrate with a in the party. I'm gonna be flying home for the party. So it's okay when the Yankees and the Mets make the World Series. Somehow I'll go down to New York and I'll and, and I'll be with the Yankees fans. Even though the Mets will win, the Mets aren't even gonna make the play. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, no. I've been told. I've been told if the Bills somehow, if the Bills eventually win the Super Bowl, I can't. I, I was told I can't participate in the party. Fuck you! I'm participating in the party. That's my area. Yeah, fuck! I'd let you. Yeah, exactly. I know more about the fucking team than half the fuck than half the so-called fans. <laughs> oh, I know that. That'd be a reason I wouldn't look forward to the parade. Just for like people that like started supporting the team. Fucking when Josh Allen took us to the playoffs against the fucking Texans, we lost. All all the all the all the Allen jerseys. I'll be like, I'll be like, I haven't been a, I've been a fan. I'll I'll just carry a sign with like an arrow saying this person's been a fan since 2020, and I'll just go around downtown Buffalo with a sign over my head with with, <laughs> with the arrows like pointing at people surrounding me. Well, I just remember, never forget, it was like seven, sixth or seventh, or maybe even eighth grade, wanting so bad a Mario Williams jersey. I was dying for Mario. Will. I thought he was a savior that Buffalo needed. That was when Ralph decided to actually spend money. Yep, that was because yeah, him. And then who was the next one? The um, oh Marcel Darius. He also paid. Marcel Darius was that was like, that was a little later. That was like I think in like high school. Remember this, Marcel Von Miller could have been a Buffalo Bill ten year ten plus years ago if not for him getting drafted one pick ahead. Yep. I know. Did you actually just see that spe- the that thing that the Bills put out on like Twitter and Instagram and everything? Uh, the, bur- I saw the burn it to the ground thing. Or I burn saw it all. I saw people share it like a hundred. I saw like dozen people share it on Instagram, and I'm like, not. I'm like fake fan, not a real fan. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, I saw it was like three minutes long. I'm like, 
I'm not against the Bills, but I'm also not a fan. Like, I'll take a look at the video. I have not watched the video yet. <laughs> I'm more – my my Buffalo sports fandom still is more like I, I'm excited for hockey season um, uh, because of the third jersey. And uh, I got my tickets to Ryan overnight, so I'm excited for that there. And I'm trying to and I'm trying to debate like which one of the goat head jersey nights I want to go to, whether or not I go like in this like early on in the season, or if I want to be stupid enough to drive up January. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm definitely buying a goat head jersey. I just don't know who's yet. Probably, honestly, probably Peyton Krebs. Uh, I'll probably go with. See, I was thinking that, but I'm like, you know what? I'll probably go with the future captain, Alex Tuck. Alex Tuck. Yeah, or like even a Jack Quinn, but I don't even know if he'll be up in Buffalo this year. Well, he should be up in Buffalo. He's listed on the. He's oh, like, are you speaking of that? Are you going getting away from football? Are you going up to the prospect challenge? That's on. The, that's in two weeks. Yeah. Right. No. I mean, ne- I mean, this next I- week. This next week. It starts this next week next weekend so so like yeah next weekend i may go i was thinking about going to fan to their fan fest on saturday actually taking a trip out there for that i was thinking about it because i've got because i've got nothing to do that saturday the giant uh, obviously like the giants aren't playing till sunday and the bills are on monday night so like i'm not gonna care like I'm not going to care about the college football games. Like, we're getting away from football, getting away from football here, going to the real football. Let me – I want to see, like, when you I'm excited – oh, that football. I was going to say, I'm excited for this weekend to see Bama kick the shit out of Texas. That is going to happen to – that is going to happen there. Um, Notre Dame already lost game one, so I'm out on that making playoffs this year. Notre Dame may could the Notre Dame could still run the gauntlet depending oh, fuck, on how the fuck do you lose to a shitty Ohio State team? That team is overrated, but Isn't I it, speaking of overrated, Oregon, holy fuck, they deserve to be unranked after that showing against Georgia. The Pac-12 is completely overrated. I they mean, deserve to be unrated after that game. Speaking of though. Did you see my, my new my, yes my my new team the Gators since I live in Florida now. <laughs> now I was gonna say, did you see how they upset Utah? Yep, and did you see that we moved up to um I think we got to what number 12. 12 ranking now, and we were unranked before. I, I keep saying we're like I support this team like forever. Like, I just said, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna I'm a bandwagon fan this year. I just moved to Florida. I'm gonna be a Gators fan. Wait, where the fuck did the Yankees? I'm I'm hold on. When did the Yankees go up seven? Oh, Aaron Hicks actually fucking d- did something. Holy shit. Also, uh, Cincinnati also already wrote their way out of uh, making the playoffs again this year by losing to Arkansas. Yeah, they lost to Arkansas. Yeah, no, college football is like – I don't even know, like, what next weekend's games look like because I'll take that one weekend at a time. But uh, look um, This week actually has a pretty good slate of games. Like I said, you got you got Bama, Texas, which I'm excited for. Um, USC then, plays Stanford. What's up? USC plays Stanford. I know that. Yep, and then um, Kentucky plays Florida. Yeah, see, I'm not going to be able to see, and I'm not going to be able to see any of the games this week, anyways, because I will be out in Syracuse. Yeah, and then the night game uh, will be Baylor and BYU. Yeah, that should be a good game too. But I'm not going to be able to see any of that because yeah. I'll be out. That's the Elton John concert this Saturday. Okay. One of my friends asked me if I wanted to go to Del Lago with him and another person, but I had to decline sadly. You know, I got nothing going on this weekend, so I'll be sitting my ass inside Saturday watching college football. And then next week, I'm going up to Orlando to see the Orlando uh, City game. Yeah, let's see here. Um, yeah, they play Toronto. 
Yep. Yeah, there you go. You'll get to see uh, Bernadeski and Insigne. What did I say? Yeah, next Saturday. Yeah. No, I I may go to the pros. I actually, I actually will go to the prospects channel. I think I may go to Fan Fest on Saturday the seventeenth because we don't play until we don't play that Saturday. United play Leeds on the eighteenth that Sunday, and then the big game of the weekend is Chelsea Liverpool, which I mean is a mid table a mid table. <laughs> Mid-table clash. All right, we got another mid-table clash uh, this weekend for us in Liverpool. We got fucking Wolves on Saturday, right? Yes, Saturday. Relegation contenders right now, I think. Uh, let's Jesus see. Jesus Christ, this is embarrassing. I hate yeah. talking about this team this year. Uh, are you still on the Arsenal hype train after their loss? Um, No, I'm in a Crown City Champions now already. Yeah, I was yeah yeah no. Yeah, I was gonna say, come join me on my train of false hope. <laughs> I've yeah, given, yeah, I've I've given up on this. I've given up. I'm fully given up on Liverpool this year. Uh, oh, okay. Move man moves to Florida once, becomes Florida sports fan, and uh, gives up on his original team. No, I'm not giving. Up. I'm still going to support them, but it's just like now I not get how you feel last year. Every like I'm not watching this game. I'm taking a walk. <laughs> Kenny, yeah, I couldn't do that in the fucking winter. I just put on a, I just put on, I just put on a show that I was watching. I'm like, there's no way that I was watching that. Um, uh, no, I've given myself the false hope that we could get ourselves into a title title race. Uh, oh, so but what was the city draw this year besides? Uh, oh, they drew Newcastle. Okay. Yeah, they drew Newcastle and Villa. Yes. Okay. I mean, if you want to count friendlies, they also drew Barcelona <laughs> in a midweek. Oh, yeah. And a midweek friendly. Then who, what, who, oh, isn't the Spurs and City game this weekend, right? It is, yeah. That would be a tough That would actually be a good game because, I mean, Tottenham right now are kind of on a little here. And they, what, they beat Mar- Marcel today, right? Yeah, they beat Marseille 2-0. I mean, Marseille got sent down to 10 men, but Richarlison scored two goals. That's he looks whoever. weird. He looks weird in a Tottenham jersey. That's who Everton were missing at the and they could have used a goal or two from him. Oh, fuck, we should have just let them score fucking a goal or two. God damn it. Fuck, <laughs> get us relegated. <laughs> if you guys get relegated, I will. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, hey, I mean, we we were almost that way last year. So, like, I guess, like, all eras come to an end at this point. Um, uh, Our era wasn't around too long. Klopp's seventh year curse happened. That's all. I mean, he is. I'm just, seven- keep, I'm just keep, keeping praying like it's so early in the season. So, like, maybe like it's not like a real thing, but like it's looking like it is. I mean, Klopp's seventh year at Mines, they got relegated. His seventh year at Dorf, seventh year at Dortmund. He missed, a, he missed the Champions League. Huh? He missed the Champions League with Dortmund. Yeah, he finished seventh in the league. I mean, they made the they made the German Cup final, but they lost. Um, and then. And now we're gonna get to see where this seventh year goes. Seventh year, it's like Jose, it's like Mourinho's like third year curse at all of his clubs. Well, I should say at Chelsea and then United. Well, actually, even Inter and Madrid, yeah, because Jose's third year, his his third year at Chelsea, the first time he got fired halfway through the season. Third year at Inter Milan, he left after the following after the season. His third year at Madrid, he left. He got technically he got fired because like they. Stuck that season. 
third year at Chelsea, the second time around, that was like when he got into it with the physio and it all went downhill from there. He got fired midway through the season again. Third year at United, um, complete. Third year at United, got fired midway through the season. He didn't even make it to a third year at Tottenham. He got fired in season two. Um, and now he's in the third. No, he's only in his second year in Roma. So we'll see what we'll see if he even makes it past year two in Roma. I think he will. Well, yeah. He just won the um, Europa Conference League. Europa Conference League. So, yeah, they won a European trophy. Unreal. Unfucking real. If Roma wins the European trophy for the first time in history, uh, because it's a Mickey Mouse Cup. Um, uh, but no, back. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for tomorrow, actually. I've thought about. I'm very excited for tomorrow. I've thought about like trying to find a place to go to with a couple friends. Like reach out to one of my friends and see like if they wanted to go somewhere. But since I work on Friday, I think my best bet would just be relaxing here. Yeah, is it? I don't know if I'm weird for this, but like I hate going places to watch football games because like, I get too stressed and just like I just want to sit here and quiet by myself. No, that's not ta- that's like, not. I bad. like thankfully like me and my girlfriend like we sit down like every like. Like we she watches football every like Sunday and like the Monday night and Thursday night games with me as well, and we'll just sit here in silence during the Bills game and she just lets me be. And then the same thing when Green Bay plays when we watch them for her, I just sit there in silence for her. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that like, you know how many times like I've thought about going to a bar, like just going to like a bar to watch like soccer, but I don't because yeah. I because I real like there's a United bar like. 10 minutes 10 15 minutes away from me here in Roch that I could go to for the games like not obviously not the fucking early kickoff because I'm not going to a bar at 7 30 in the morning let alone even going to be awake at that time but like if I wanted to go to like a 10 o'clock game or like the Sunday games or anything like that I could but I just choose not to because like I just want to sit here watch the game kind of like you know kind of like you know analyze it to myself here and kind of like just focus on what's happening. Like that's how I am with so like how I am with soccer is like how you are with football. Like you just want to sit in silence, watch the game, see what's going on there. Yes, exactly. Football is a little bit different, well, especially with like like I don't like people that like don't like understand football and like they don't know what they're talking about. Yes, and it just pisses me off. No, I understand that. That's why I watch a lot of games like sport wise in general myself here. Other times like I'll watch games and people will just talk my ear off and it's like shut the fuck up. Right. Not like I know everything, but it's just like I just want to sit in science like just let whatever happen happen. I don't enjoy the game exactly. Like I like if you want to talk to me while I'm watching the game, I don't have a problem with that. But don't talk my ear off. I'm trying to watch the game. Or don't ask me questions if you don't don't or don't talk about something you don't know what you're talking about. Like it's gonna irk me. So like that's why like most of the time I'm just by myself watching. Like, well, nobody likes baseball. Not I don't know many people that like baseball. So like that's a given there. Same thing with hockey. Like I'll just watch the Sabers or whatever game and I'll just be like, okay. Oh, um, the amount of people that don't understand hockey. Oh, oh God, don't get me started. Fuck no. Um. Uh, oh, what a play. What? Oh, he's safe by a mile. Never mind. Um, uh, but, uh, football, like, is, football is, like, weird. My, my, my roommate to, like, when I was a senior in college, like, we actually, like, went out a couple times, like, during the season, like, to watch the, uh, 
four o'clock slate of games because there wasn't so many. Like we just like went to this place a couple minutes, few minutes away from from school. We got we got we got a shit ton of appetizers. Had, had I had a couple drinks. He had he had whatever, and we just had a table, and we was and we were able to see the TVs, and they and we would just see the four o'clock slate of games, and we would be back, and we would and we get back to campus like in time for the Sunday night game. And then I just, and then like, we would just sit in silence and watch, and then we would just sit in silence and watch the Sunday night game. And if, if it, if it turned to shit, like, then it's like, all right, it's, it's like, all right, let's get around the FIFA and before we call it a night. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it was. But yeah, no, I can't. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like that. I, I, I'm like that for the most part there more so soccer than football. I, if if the if a football game gets too boring, I find myself like doing like other things, like you know, doing a little bit of cleaning. Sometimes I'm just on my phone. Um, sometimes I'm checking fantasy, but a lot of the times, like it's me just like taking care of something in in my place that I need to get done. Yeah. Or if I was in school, like I would have the football game on in the background, and I would just cram a lot of homework in. That makes sense. Yeah, but no, I'm excited nonetheless. Like, uh, uh, I'm excited nonetheless. We'll see how the Giants do. The Bills will probably do. The Bills will definitely do well. Uh, I'm not looking forward to seeing hundreds of Instagram stories about them winning, though. I already know that. I know you're not either. No, but I also like this is gonna you're... sound bad, but like I, I will be okay with the loss. Like, is that weird as that sounds? Oh, this is especially well, with how we started last year. This is one of your four losses this season. See, I think we have three losses. You are going to lose tomorrow, in my opinion. You are going to lose at Kansas City. You may, you are probably going to lose at Baltimore, depending on what version of the Ravens shows up. And you are going to lose at Cincinnati. Those are your four losses. My, see, my loss, like, I'll give the Cincinnati the loss only because, like, I don't think we'll have to play our starters. Probably not. But at the same time, it's going to be a loss, in my opinion, anyways. I, I could see that. Um, so, who's your third loss? If you have us losing tomorrow into Cincinnati, is it Kansas City? Kansas or? City, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so... Okay, so we're seeing eye to eye there. The only difference is that I can see them possibly losing away to Baltimore. I don't see us losing to Baltimore. I just find it, I just find something crazy, stupid happening. Here's my hot. Here's here here. Here's a hot take. It's probably not good. Here's a hot. Here's a hot take. Like, I I said I gave my four losses, but here's a game that you. Could potentially lose as a trap game. You want to take a guess what I'm going to say? Trap? Are you going to say a Jets loss? No, not a Jets loss. That's the, you're going to walk through the division. You're not going to lose a game. You 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 may lose at my you may lose at Miami, but other than that, I can't see you lose. I can't see you losing any. You're going to say the Lions, aren't you? Yes, I am. Thanksgiving trap game. It's it is weird playing early on Thanksgiving. Early on Thanksgiving. Early on Thanksgiving. It's gonna be a trap game. Like you're probably gonna like, 
I, my honest opinion, like this is how I see it. The Bills are going to be like running through the eight, running through the division. They're going to come into Thanksgiving. The Lions are going to the Lions are going to be like in that like in that the Lions are going to be like there, like kind of like around that seven seed spot. Not quite there, like either in set, like I won't say like in seventh at the time, but like I would say maybe like the eight or nine seed. They'll be like around the eight or nine seed at the time. The Bills will come in. And they'll th- and I just see like everybody thinking, oh, it's the Lions. The Lions are terrible. Like they have they 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 don't play well on Thanksgiving. Like and it'll just be like cakewalk. It won't happen. I think the Lions will. I actually think the Lions like could. The Lions is a trap game. So be advised. See, I, for some reason, I was going to say the Bears, but then I don't see us losing to the Bears. <laughs> I made a joke the other uh, when I went to Bills camp uh, back at, uh, back in back end of July. Uh, I made a joke with one of my friends that I went with, and I said, "Yeah, the Bear, I said, "Yeah, the Bills are good. The Bills are good." I made a joke. I said, "The Bills are going to have two losses," and he's like, and "He's like who?" I said, "They're going to lose week twelve and week 16. <laughs> and he's like. And he's like, who are they playing week 12? I said, the Lions. That's Thanksgiving. And he's like, who's week 16? I said, they're going to lose at Chicago. <laughs> I said, the Bills would go 50. Justin Fields going to throw for like 400 yards. <laughs> no, he's going to run for 400 yards. He's got no. He's got nobody to throw the ball to. You're going to see Big Cat on the field. <laughs> I would love to see that. I think he's actually... If I heard the podcast correctly, I think he's coming up to Buffalo for that game, but I could be completely wrong. They play in Chicago, so that can't happen. Or I meant, I meant he's going to Chicago for that game. Excuse me. I was gonna say if he comes oh, yeah, up, I, just, I know he said he was going to the game. Uh, that makes sense. There, I mean, like I can see it. Like part of my take is huge, our huge Josh Allen stands, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited for football. The Giants, I have no expectations for. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I'm debating whether I would have like if I would rather have no expectations for this team or like the expectations that I have. No, you have the expectations. So like the thing is though, it's like you have to live with them. In my honest opinion, like well, I, I hate people like talking like the Bills like about this underdog mentality. So when everyone has this as the favorites, like when people are like pissed off, like oh we're still the underdog, yada yada. It's like who the fuck cares what we are? It's like you still have to go out there and win games no matter what you the underdog or game, the no favorite. Matter. I thought pro- no, the people saying the underdog mentality are idiots. The, you're not underdogs anymore. Like take a look at what Vegas has you listed. At. Take a look at like percentages of what chances to win games and everything. Well, fuck, like I said, if you try, if you want to bet on the Bills at all this season, uh, just on the um, just on money line, like we're the favorites in every game. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, exactly. So, like, anybody saying they're an underdog is an idiot. Like, I think but, for, like, like tomorrow, I think we're still – Vegas had a set at minus two against against Kansas City. We're still minus two um, against – or against Kansas City, we're minus two. Against Cincy, we're minus two. Against all the good teams we play, like, we're minus two. Yeah, and you know what that minus two is? Home field advantage for the other team. That's what that is. So, it's practically an even strength. Exactly. So the thing is, so 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 the thing is, there is like, like we're I, minus fucking we're minus seven and a half against the Titans, who the Titans have beat us the last two years now, and we're somehow still this much of a favorite. Vrabel has our number. Vrabel does. That's the game that worries me. That is the game that worries. Because we our run defense, maybe it'll be different this year with Von Miller, but like our run defense is not strong. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna laugh at me. I know I made a joke about the Lions there with a hot take there. Pittsburgh, 
again. I I could see it, but also I can't see it because, like, last year, like, it was a fluke game because it was week one. But, I mean, I still could see it. Like, if Najee Harris just ran down our throat. That's what they did back in 2017 with Le'Veon Bell. He ran for over 200 yards in that game. They just then went- in 2018, we went into their barn and Josh Allen, after they played um, Renegade. Renegade, we fucking threw a touchdown, won the game. Interesting. I see you later. Yeah. Like, I, uh, that's the best Bills game I've ever been to when it was an away Bills game. Like, just the atmosphere. Icefield is a great stadium. It was great. Like, even like we were tailgating with like Steelers fans in the parking lot before, it was great. Steelers fans don't give a shit. They're football fans. That's why. This is true. That's why. That's why there are some fan bases that I respect more than others. Because when it comes to fandom, like some fan bases prioritize the game more than the team, and then other fan bases think that their team is the only team in the league. And it's just like, no, that is not the fucking case there. Um, but yeah, no. Anything else to add here? I think we've co- we've covered a lot. We've covered a good amount. We've covered a lot here. No, I think I'm all set. Fuck, I'm exhausted. I got work in the morning. Then I, th- I believe I have Friday off. I think you told so, me you had Friday off. I, I believe so, but like because like, I just got back from vacation, they never really gave me my schedule. Oh, so I just uh, kind of showed up today. I'm, uh, you're off on Friday. I'm telling. I'm calling it right now. I'm just, I, well, fuck. I better because I ain't showing up. Yeah, you're off on Friday. Take the day off. Take a uh, take it. Take a nap. Sleep in. I'm gonna. Uh, so enjoy that day off there. Um, uh, no, I have nothing else to add either. Although I will say this, I I am not. I am not. Once again, I'm not looking forward to the stupid takes on Facebook and Twitter. But uh, that's everything there. You know, those people know who they are. Um, uh, it's not those people know who they are. They probably don't listen to the podcast either way, so it's fine. It's probably fine. They only care about football on Sundays, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They care about one team for one day a week, and that's it. There, and then they'll just crawl under, crawl and crawl back under their rock. It is a whatever there. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I've got nothing else. Um, big win for the Yankees. Uh, I guess I'll go to fan. I guess I've decided I may go to Fan Fest next weekend for the Sabers. Um, there you go. Question for you. Yes. Would you? I'm. Uh, would Fan Fest for the Premier League is in Philadelphia. Me and my dad. Me, my dad, and another friend of mine are going. Would you? Would you? Would you consider going to Fan Fest just to be just to meet me there? When is it? October fifteenth and sixteenth. It's in Philly. Probably not. Ah, uh, damn! I would love to. I would have because I don't even think like I'm going to see my parents for Christmas. Uh yeah, that would be that would be bad if you go to Fan Fest to see just for that, but you don't go see the fan. Um, yeah, especially since, like I said, I don't even think I'm going home for Christmas. Yeah, so I wouldn't want to risk it going. Um, when did you say it was? Fifteenth and sixteenth of October. Let's see if I fly in the. 15th and I get home the 16th. Let's see how much flights are. Well, I'm going to, I, I signed up for the 16th. So that's a Sunday because United play that day in city. Also. Oh, play. nope. It's going to cost me, uh, if I fly Delta $508. Oh yeah. No, fuck that. If I fly spirit, there's only 65, but I would never fly spirit. <laughs> I'm going to your, if you fly spirit, I'm going to your funeral and, uh, 
I'm bawling my eyes out. Jake, no. Yeah, miss- nope. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not paying $500. Oh, good for- I mean, you could take a $65 trip to heaven if you want and hope for the best. Yeah, I would never fly Spirit just because, like, if you book a flight and say they just cancel because they can't get a pilot or whatever, like, you don't get your money back. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if they can't get a pilot, then you're fucked. And if they do have a pilot, then you may be fucked either way. I wonder how much it would be to fly out of Melbourne. All right. Nope. Nope. Nah. Um, nah. Hang on. Nah. Sorry. Nah, it's October. Right. What'd you say? October 15th and 16th? Yeah, I, I'm going on the 16th. I, I signed up for the 16th. That's a Sunday. You probably won't even be able to do it because, like, you'd have to, like, leave that same day. Also, like, I plan on getting there at, like, 5 in the morning, so that's not um, happening. Yeah, it's just still 250 bucks for the weekend. I'm good. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Sorry. <laughs> if I lived in Buffalo, I'd say, yeah, because I would just drive. Yeah, no, save, yeah, save your money. It's all good there, my guy. All right, well, that concludes another episode of the podcast. We'll be back talking about the week one overreactions next week. Uh, hopefully, I can t- hopefully, I can talk about how the Yankees, like, are not collapsing yet. Um, I guess we'll continue more baseball talk as we get down to the rest of as we get down to the season, as as we'll get down to the end of the regular season, uh, September baseball, and I guess hockey will be coming back at some point too. So we can talk more hot. We can talk hockey and see what we look forward to there. But until then, just keep on keeping on, everybody. Um.